millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and children of all ages, I, Sean Fitzgerald, the actual Justice Warrior shall be bringing you live the debate between the legend of Zeldin, the hero of New York, the prince that was promised, the king in the north, and the witch, the horrible person, the pro-criminal reject that is only governor because Andrew Cuomo sucks on hitting on women, Kathy Hochul. We will be going this tonight. We will be covering it live. It will be amazing throughout, and we only have 20 minutes of just you and me time before we get into debate time. And yes, I started seven minutes early because I'm always late, and I like to keep it mixed up for you guys on the internet.com. Now, I did forget to grab myself a drink. This could present a problem for you, for me, and for everybody involved. But I'm excited. Can you feel my excitement? If you could feel my nipples, they would be super hard right now, and you would be excited too. Now, I don't know if I'm even going to be able to watch this thing because uh it is only available on Spectrum 1, and uh they're supposed to put forward a link that allows the general public, the plebs, the non-Spectrum cable subscribers to watch it, and after checking, the link appeared, and then it disappeared. So... We might be in some trouble. We might not have a show for you guys today. We might be in danger. You should be scared. I'm a little bit scared. But just in case, just in case, we do have some alternative programming to go to, which is me leaving the stream because we have no alternative programming to go to. Now, I somebody put 20 minutes. Cool. I can jerk off twice in the chat. Jesus. Jesus. What am I going to do with you people? So I'm obviously hyped for the debate. This is the one debate that we're getting. The fact that it's on Spectrum 1 is criminal. It is a crime. But since Kathy Hochul is pro-criminal and pro-crime, we should not be surprised. Now, we may have some special guests on the program today. I may ask Mr. Alf Benny to come on, too, if he's interested. But I have invited some real-life New Yorkers to join and talk about The Legend of Zelda, The Orcarino Time. The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. The Legend of Zelda, Majora's Mask, because I feel like we're in an infinite loop of terror in this city. But that's all to be later. That's just, uh, we'll, 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 we'll talk about it then. Now, somebody in the chat did ask me about the Brooks case, and I got news for you because I have one of my favorite Darrell Brooks clips that we didn't get to go over. So we're going to talk about it in the meantime in order to kill time because we're waiting on this debate. So I'm excited. 
I hope you guys are all excited. And uh, Jeremy from The Quartering is no longer my friend because he's counter-programming me with Blair White. And the fact that he announced his stream first, not 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 a good enough example. I, I, I'm really offended by that, Jeremy. You're, you are a sweet boy. I liked you. And you hurt my feels by that. And, and I'm really, really sad. So let me pull up this <laughs> Terrell Brooks video because uh, we got to watch it because it's so freaking funny. Uh, this is something that I caught the other day, and um, I actually think Darrell Brooks has a uh, legit case here. So, you know, <laughs> somebody's like, the quartering was never my friend. True. Enemy of the state. Jeremy is not my friend, my friend. No, no, he's a sweet guy. He He may like Magic the Gathering and like Pokemon and whatever he likes, but he's actually a sweet guy. He's a charming fellow. Be Be nice to the quartering. All right, I, I got to play this clip, though. Pass when <clears throat> they're coming straight from reports made by the people on the stand. Very curious. I don't understand your question. Are you? I'm not sure what you're asking me. I'm asking what I'm asking is. Reading from the report that the people on the stand are giving. The report that they gave to uh, to law enforcement. If you're asking me whether there's a mechanism in the rules of evidence and how to establish that before the jury, the answer to that is yes. If you're asking me how you do that, I'm not going to answer that. I, I didn't ask how. I didn't ask how. So for those of you who don't know what's going on with this uh, with this trial, um, Darrell Brooks is not having a good go of it. He is defending himself. It's a little ridiculous. It's a little embarrassing. And if it wasn't for the fact that he killed six people, this would be a lot more amusing. But even then, it's still kind of funny to watch somebody who's totally incompetent try to defend himself in a court of law. That being said, this clip right here made me laugh. Like, this clip right here is absolutely hilarious. We need to talk about it. And honestly, it's not even this part. Like, what's happening right now is that Darrell Brooks is calling his own witnesses his questions are totally stupid. They're totally irrelevant. They have nothing to do with what we're talking about in terms of his case. No relevance at all whatsoever. And and that is causing the prosecution to not do any cross-examination. So Darrell Brooks thinks that the reason the prosecution isn't doing any cross-examination is not because Darrell Brooks is an incompetent. It's because the prosecution has rigged the trial against them. And I would just like to say reality has rigged the trial against you, Darrell. The evidence has rigged the trial against you because you did do. You did do it. So I'm going to just skip to the closer to the part that we're talking about. I gave you the background because I don't want to cover this for three whole minutes. And then, and then you'll see where things get crazy. Has absolutely no basis in the <laughs> I know that's what's being done. You Come could on, ask man. these questions. You could ask man. these witnesses the right certain questions I'm, and you're I'm not. Far, far from an idiot. They're your witnesses. Fact check false. Darrell, you are not far from an idiot. Sir, if you believe. So, every, so I'm going to start asking every witness up here that they seem just to mysteriously now not have any cross for. Have they been coached to answer the way they answer? Because well, you can't find, ask that, but I you can ask them if funny. they've met with anyone ahead of their I testimony here funny. today, which you've done funny. with other witnesses. I find it very funny that these are their reports. And now all of a sudden you can 
Oh, I saw the person in the car. Oh, but uh, I saw the reach for something. Oh, I don't don't recall what they had on. Mr. Brooks, there's no purpose for you saying this right now. I don't know what they had on. I find that very... I'm having the jury... (laughs) I I love him imitating people for the... uh, I love him imitating the witnesses that testify against him. Again, if it wasn't for the fact that this man did some heinous stuff, this is absolutely hilarious. And people are asking about Brooks representing himself. If he's competent enough to stand trial, like if they can't declare him insane, then he can represent himself. So it's just, it's just, it is what it is. Like he is allowed to represent himself. Um, so there's the guy saying write in Larry Sharp. If you write in Larry Sharp, you, you, you deserve to be banned. Somebody put that guy who's saying write in Larry Sharp in timeout. We're not talking about Larry Sharp. I'm not losing this election by two points because people want to write in Larry Sharp. Lee Zeldin, the Legend of Zeldin, Legend of Zeldin, Orcarina of Time, Legend of Zeldin, Link to the Past. Yes, we're going full censorship. Larry Sharp didn't even qualify for the ballot. Get him out of here. Uh, not, don't ban him. I, I was saying like you could put him in timeout or you could super chat write in Larry Sharp, but you can't, you can't just type it for free. You got to pay for that nonsense. How about that? That's a new rule. All right, let me let me finish this clip and then I'll bring up Thomas because I can see him. You brought out, I'm instructing you to on, avoid man. the commentary when the jury comes uh, out and you will forfeit your right to be present. You, 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 there's an issue that we do need to take up potential as to a uh, witness by the name of Abel Lescano. He has prior criminal history. Thank you. So as long as the jury's out, we should probably discuss that. I would like to provide the defendant and the court with a copy. So that had to be that had to be said. So it's the defendant. <laughs> That's not how it was said. That, that was how I said. You want to run the record back, Mr. Brooks? So I'm the only one. I got one. Mr. I got Brooks. one ear that work, and I heard that. This on, is man. to. You know what? I'm gonna say this. Darrell Brooks is 100 percent right on this account. That lady did say the defendant and Darrell Brooks is calling it out. The fact that he said run the record back, bro, they're not going to be able to pull this record and be able to prove anything. It's If they're typing it, they're not typing defendant emphasized angrily by the prosecution. But I do want to point out that the defendant did the, the prosecution did, in fact, say that. Do I need to go to the tape? Do I need to rewind or do you guys agree that she did, in fact, say it like that? I'm waiting for the chat. Okay, the chat is all horrible. Benefit you so that you understand has a prior record. Your Honor, when I leave the table, I'm away from the courtroom and I have to elevate my voice. This is the alleged record of Abel Lescott. True. Darrell. Like, I don't know who y'all be thinking y'all fooling. I'll set the value in terms of value this uh, document. One more interruption and you're going to be removed to the next court. That's what you want to do anyway. It's not what I want to do. Do not interrupt attorney opera. So this attorney in the back over here, the one behind the brunette haired lady, he's trying not to laugh. You could see it. So can Your you Honor, tell, I can believe you he has seven prior criminal convictions via OWI second from 1997. <laughs> OWI third from 1997 and OWI fourth. From 2003, <laughs> criminal trespass dwelling from 2006. Right, I need to take a break. This man right now is having a stare down with me. It's very disrespectful. Come on. He pounded his fist. Frankly, it makes me scared. <laughs> and we're taking a break. 
<laughs> what are you what are you doing? Darrell. Darrell. That that's what you're gonna do? You're gonna stare down the judge? Listen, he was right in that case. She definitely said the defendant. Exactly how he said. But this guy right here, like staring down the judge, ridiculous. Somebody's like elf ears. Maybe he should have been in the Lord of the Rings. Maybe that's why he mad, because that other guy got cast over him. Think about it. All right, let's see if we actually have this link up. Oh, no. Now I'm a little worried. Okay, I'm going to bring Thomas up. Let me kill this. And then uh, we'll have to get to the uh, thing. I'm adding you to the stream, Thomas. Welcome aboard. Great to be here, Sean. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I got the uh, the text saying that you are going to be streaming the debate. What a more perfect person to have in than moi, someone who actually lives in Zeldin's district and is on committee for the party. Um, I've been looking forward to this election for a while, canvassing, yeah. knocking doors, organizing deployments. Uh, so it's good to see that Zeldin and Hogel are finally... Be- going to be going neck and neck wish there were more debates but um but we're in for a treat tonight how do you feel about the legend of zeldin overall do you believe i think he's been a good congressman uh you know we've had him in office since 2014 um he has appealed to a wide variety of people so he can come off as very moderate to a lot of apolitical people a lot of blue collar dems but simultaneously still have the populist energy of the conservative movement and the Trump movement. So he's able to appease everybody. And I think, you know, not since the 90s, not since the early 90s have have Republicans, have we had the highest chance of winning an election uh, than we do on November 8th. So, you know, Zeldin, I think, really is our best shot. He's able to garner lots of different New Yorkers from various different views. Let's see what we can do. So I, I have a bit of a problem, and that is this is on Spectrum, which I don't have Spectrum cable. And I don't either. <laughs> they're supposed to release a, a watchable link shortly before the debate. And I oh, did good. see the okay. link, but it disappeared, and now it is no longer present. So I'm mm-hmm. a little worried that there's not going to be a show today because well, we I have no way of watching, watching this. I have no Spectrum login credentials. All right. Well, well, for people that are watching, you know, for the few hundred people that are watching, if anybody's got anything, any service, anybody's able to scour the web, find a link for us, um, please do. Uh, maybe we can get something. I, I bet something's going to come up. You know, I'll, I could refresh my Twitter feed. Somebody's got to be streaming something. Well, like, so I'll send you the link, uh, like, in the private chat. Yeah, maybe and, it'll work uh, for me. And like you, there's like a click here on that link because this was tweeted out by the Zeldin campaign, and it's supposed to have something for open access. And there was something before, but now it is definitely gone, and that link didn't work before. So now I'm really worried that this ain't gonna this ain't gonna fly. It's asking for a login. Yeah, I know. There's supposed to be a fourth option that's supposed to be for uh, Spectrum uh, for for open access. Is there a YouTube version of this? Can we find this, or will we not have a show? Maybe Spec- Spectrum's YouTube channel. Let's let me go on YouTube. See, and so people are saying the Spectrum TV app. Yes, Spectrum you can app. use the app, but I like I'm on a computer. How am I going to connect my phone app to the thing? Yes, Spectrum is trash. That's why I don't have it. That's why Kathy Hochul wanted the debate on Spectrum, so as few New Yorkers can watch it as possible. Like, she specifically turned down legitimate, you know, like, uh, public, you don't have to pay to watch it kind of, uh, debate options. Now I'm a little worried. 
because we're 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 two minutes away and it's not here. Let me let me check uh, the Legend of Zelda's Twitter account. Maybe he has a an answer. Uh oh, we might be in trouble, kids. I'm trying to check him with some chats that I'm in, but I doubt that I'll be able to find something if others can't. Well, you know, I, I just, it just needs to, there needs to be like a live link. Come on, Zeldin. Give me something. Uh, maybe if you check the Spectrum Twitter account, maybe they put out a link. What do you think? I'm going to do that now. Uh oh. Of course, Time Warner Cable, which is what Spectrum is, no matter how many times they change the name, uh, you know, happens to mess this up at the last minute. They don't deliver. It's what always happens. And now I'm not going to have a show. All I wanted to do was rip off their broadcast, and now I can't have a show. Shameful. Uh, let's see. Let me go to their homepage. Maybe they have something on the homepage. Uh,. Spectrum Fox YouTube channel. One guy in the comments is saying, "Let me see if you got that." Oh, I, I mean, throw the link in. Okay, somebody somebody brought up a super chat. No, they can't. If you read the law, so this is just not true. So there are certain crimes that are not bail eligible. Period. Point blank, regardless of criminal history, under the New York State bail reform law. Now, it was much broader, and they've slowly reduced the number of crimes that have no cash bail available to them. But it's just false that, like, that the judges do have the discretion. It's just not true. So, like, that's the whole issue. New York's the only state in the union that has that. And there's, like, a lot of misinformation about it, you know, because people are trying to cover for Hochul and what she's for. And they've made changes, but when you realize what they added... That you realize how crazy the law was even before. So, like, it, they used to have a bunch of manslaughter charges that were guaranteed automatic release, and now they've reduced that. So, you know, let's see if anything in the last hour. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, I do see. Oh, okay. So, Fox, Fox Business is apparently, yeah, I see the, I see the channel. Okay. We might Excellent. be cooking. All right. I guess we're in business. Yeah. We might be cooking with some gas here. Yeah, so they've reduced the amount of charges to give judges more discretion, but the whole point is there's a whole bunch of charges and even repeat offenses where they don't have discretion. And again, like, you know, you gotta, you gotta think about the logic behind this of like not being able to, to foresee that this would be a problem. Also, we have a special guest, another New Yorker. This is a full New York panel, the lovely and talented Mikey the Harlow. Hey! Oh, I missed hey. you guys! Hey, Mike, how you doing, man? Good. I haven't seen you in so long. I know it's been such a while. We gotta we gotta catch up sometime. But at least we're catching up now, all in good old New York, New York, New York, New York, virtually. With I'm rushing to get out of here. Pain in the butt when it comes to no. We gotta we gotta st- we gotta st- hold the line, Mike. I'm adjusting your microphone because you're coming in a little hot. But Does that sound okay. I always Okay, we we have something coming up with the Fox uh, with the Fox Business stream. 
Okay, we're, we're here already... are the rules for tonight's okay, one-hour-long debate. Each candidate will have sixty seconds to respond to questions, and will yep. also be given the opportunity to respond if he or look, she look is directly Mike showing addressed up right before by the his show or her starts. opponent. We will also Always. have what we call a cross-examination, where each candidate will be able to ask his or her opponent a question. And there will be a lightning round where the answers have to be yes or no or very short response. You can see this full debate on the Spectrum News app at any time, along with a personalized voting guide. And that's where you can also find our live blog of tonight's debate with full analysis from our political team. And following the debate, we'll bring you a special half-hour program of analysis. For those of you at home, please join the conversation online using the hashtag NYDebates. We begin now with short opening statements. The They're doing openings by a random drawing this morning on live television. Lee Zeldin will go first. Good evening. Woo-hoo. I'm here for one reason, to save our state and deliver a safer, freer, better future for you and your family. New York is in crisis. We've experienced on so many levels attacks on our wallets, our safety, our freedom, your children's education. You're poorer and less safe because of Kathy Hochul and extreme policies. This is your opportunity to save New York. Over the course of this next hour, you'll get to hear a clear contrast between the two of us as far as our vision for this state. If you're tired of soaring crime, DAs that let violent criminals out on the street to roam free, crushing taxes and skyrocketing costs, New Yorkers struggling to feed their families and heat their homes, the reality is, for you, You deserve better. Thank you. Next is Kathy Hochul. Well, nice to see you, too, as well, Lee. It's uh, looking forward to this conversation. Thank you to Spectrum and Page University for hosting this debate, this conversation. She's sitting behind you, Sean. People tuning in here tonight. (laughs) I've been your governor at the highest (laughs) level of my life the last 14 months. Every single day I wake up, think about how I can fight harder for you and your families, to invest in education for your kids, give you more child care opportunities so you can get back to your jobs. Also, keeping more money in your pockets with middle-class tax cuts and property tax rebates, but very much focused on public safety and getting more and more illegal guns off the streets. But also, all the other thing I have to protect, your safety, but also your fundamental rights. Your She's going to bring up Trump. To be safe, but also to choose what you want so done with your body, particularly this message is for women. You will see a great contrast here tonight between myself and my record and someone who has been called one of Donald Trump's strongest. Uh, Trump is opening statement. He helped on January 6th by supporting it with the overturn of an, turning of an election. Too, Mike? He sent text messages what? trying to orchestrate the big lie, too? and he opposes sensible gun safety laws as well as opposing a woman's right to choose. That's what's on the line here tonight. I'm looking forward to the conversation. Abortion. Okay. Thank That's going to be, candidate. by the way, our first I, I question that, is going to uh, go out to here. you, That's Mr. Zeldin, since you want our drawing this yeah. morning. Yeah, um, of Prime the Democrats. In New York, are electoral politics right now, issues in congressional race. races in my He's area, where Lee Zeldin is congressman, and in local races for New York State Assembly, New York State Senate. Including abortion is the main driver. In order to improve public safety. We'll talk about it more after. The Justice Services, which tracks statistics, says that it's too early to draw conclusions, pointing out that in 2019, prior to bail reform, the rate of rearrests of people out on bail in New York City was roughly 19 percent and remained statistically the same at around 20 percent in 2021 after bail reform. 
DCJS. Ooh, Division look at this. He's trying to hit Zeldin with bullshit right off the, the bat. Offender registry in the missing persons clearinghouse. My question is: So everybody was governor, already being released on bail, bail without bail for the most part, because most well, arrests are misdemeanors. The will of the people—they want to see reform. Even Mayor Adams says that judges should have discretion to weigh dangerousness. I don't think that if you're two Mexican cartel drug smugglers busted with 1.2 million dollars worth of crystal meth, that you should just be instantly released on cashless bail. Now, Kathy Ockel supports cashless bail. As soon as it got implemented, she was out there bragging about it. She chose the champion of the defund the police movement and the architect of cashless bail, Brian Benjamin. Yeah, that guy who got arrested and had to resign. That was her first big decision to make him the lieutenant governor. We need to repeal cashless bail. We need oh, to right. repeal the HALT Act. Amend raise the age and less is more. We need to make our streets safe again. I'm running to take back our streets and to support unapologetically our men and women in law enforcement. Enforcement. This is about all of us together, Republicans, Democrats, independents, as New Yorkers, to make sure our streets are safe again, to make sure our subways are safe again. This is our opportunity. Two weeks from tonight, we can continue with the status quo where they believe they haven't passed enough pro-criminal laws, or we could take control of our destiny and make sure law-abiding New Yorkers are in charge of our streets again. Okay, I'll give you a chance to respond. Zeldin's coming out fire. Oh, good. First of all, you can either work on keeping people scared or you can focus on keeping them safe. I have worked hard Just to have real bad policies that are making a difference. And as you mentioned, that data is still being collected. But I did focus on bail reform in our budget. That's why the budget was nine days late, because I insisted on common sense changes. But there is no crime fighting plan if it doesn't include guns, illegal guns, and you refuse to talk about how we can do so much more. You didn't even show up for votes in Washington when a bipartisan group of enlightened legislators voted for an assault weapon ban. I mean, we lost another child and a teacher yesterday in St. Louis because people will not St. Louis. what I was able to get done here in New York, and that is a ban on assault weapons for teenagers. You can't even do that. It's it's quite extraordinary, but it's about getting the guns off the streets. That's the first He should step. point out that they don't, they've released do, teenagers with illegal guns. Did you want to respond? Yeah. Yeah, of course. And unfortunately, Kathy Hochul believes that the only crimes that are being committed are these crimes with guns. And you, you get people who are afraid of being pushed in front of oncoming subway cars. They're being stabbed, beaten to death on the street with hammers. Go talk to the Asian American community and how it's impact them with the loss of lives. Jewish people targeted with raw, violent anti-Semitism on our streets. It just happened yet again. We need to be talking about all of these other crimes, but instead, Kathy Hochul's too busy patting herself on the back. Job well done. No, actually, right now, there should be a special session. The state legislature should come back and they should overhaul Castle's bail and these other pro-criminal laws with zero tolerance. But they're saying, elect me. She says, elect me, and then you'll find out where maybe I'll stand on this issue in January. He, sh- he should follow up with you. He should have brought up the same day automatic release for teenagers with the illegal where guns. We're in right now, Alvin Bragg of Manhattan. On day one, if elected as governor, uh, of course, he is an elected official and the state constitution specifies that removing a D.A. is not simple and is not automatic. Removal requires specific charges of wrongdoing, not just a difference of opinion. And the official in question must have a chance to defend themselves formally. What specific conduct are you alleging the district has engaged in uh, the district attorney has engaged in? Absolutely. The first thing I'll do right after I'm sworn in office is turning the Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg to let him know that he's being removed. And it's from day one that he was a district attorney. He said that he was not going to enforce all different kinds of laws across the board. Others he treat as lesser offenses. Look what happened to Jose Alba. He gets yes. defending himself. 
Alvin Bragg sends him to Rikers Island, slaps him with a murder charge. He had an open stab wound. Alvin Bragg asked for hundreds of thousands of dollars in bail in this case, but doesn't go after the person who stabbed Jose Alba. We reached the point where Jose Alba said that he needed to go back to the Dominican Republic because he didn't feel safe here. Alvin Bragg is not doing his job. The message will absolutely be sent that if you're the DA, it stands for district attorney, not defense attorney. Alvin Bragg can be a defense attorney, but if he's not going to do his job, I'm going to do my job and I'm going to remove him as soon as I can. Zelding at the fire. I'd be happy to. I'm not surprised. Crushing it. In Lee Zeldin's world, you overturn elections you don't agree with. You can't throw out someone who is duly elected. Yes, I've worked with all of our district attorneys and given them more power to do their jobs. But for someone who voted to overturn a presidential Oh, my election, God. All she has. I'm he just thinks whenever he wants to do something, January he just the will abortion, of the people. Abortion, abortion. That's not the democracy we live in. But it's Where were you January 6th? You're a New York voter out there. You're worried about security on the streets in our subways. A question gets posed about a Manhattan DA who refuses to enforce the law. And all that my opponent can come up with is talking about the last election. Think about that. Now, we don't have recall elections in this state. But when they crafted the New York State Constitution, they gave the governor the authority to remove a district attorney when they refused to enforce the law. And I'm going to do what is not just my constitutional authority, but my constitutional duty to keep the people of this city, of this state safe. I'm going to say he's wrong about that because there's many facets. It's not about governing by sound bites. I'm governing by sound policy. Yes. Uh, oh my God, her lines are so lame. Streets because her I brought together policy. people from nine states to work together. We're hitting the gun traffickers. We also made sure we did make bail laws so we can have repeat offenders and people with gun offenses treated as they were under the previous law. That got done because I made it get done. But also. We have to talk about getting guns out of the hands of young people, background checks, and people who are severely mentally ill. What I have proposed to work with Mayor Adams was more cops will support him with our state resources, cameras in the subways, as well as care for the people who are severely, severely mentally ill and can have an episode that can cause harm. We're taking care of this. Setting aside an election is something you want to do. I'm all about getting results, real results, not just more sound. January 6th again, every single sentence. Uh, uh, Overall, crime in the subway is up by over 57% this year. There have been eight homicides in the subway so far in 2022, while in prior years, going all the way back to 2008, there were never more than three murders in any given year in the subways. And as you mentioned uh, a few days ago, you and Mayor Eric Adams announced a plan for an expanded police presence in the subways along with more security cameras, 50 new treatment beds for the mentally ill. But given the, the mentions of the problem, what is your message to New Yorkers who are frightened for their safety and believe the latest initiative is too little, too late? No, I understand the fear. I, I, I walk the streets of New York City every day. I've taken the subways. <clears throat> what are you talking about? There's facts to talk about statistics, which you're from Buffalo. Shut up. I'm also dealing with real governor's mansions in Albany. Anxious about their kids She'll getting take on the subway. In front of going new subway stations. That was not my first time teaming up with Mayor Adams. We were together literally January 6th. Oh my not god! Not January 6th. Oh my god! 6th, the following year, 
When Aaron <laughs> was governor, as mayor, I said, let's go to the subway together. Let's work together. Not that January 6th. A governor and a mayor working let's, in concert to support law enforcement. I triple the amount of money look, to go to law look, enforcement. Look, I'm not anti-Buffalo. Buffalo actually is going to vote for Zeldin. I'm just saying she's not from New York City. To fund our police point. officers. He didn't show up to vote for sensible gun safety legislation. He walked off his job years ago to run for this one. And I feel for his constituents who've been not represented at all over the last year and a half. You know, it's amazing that we're going to be able to go through the entire crime conversation of this debate, and we're still waiting for Kathy Hochul to talk about actually locking up criminals. I mean, people are at home waiting for action to make sure that the handcuffs are going on criminals instead of law-abiding New Yorkers so that people can go walk the streets of Manhattan instead of having to call an Uber just to go two blocks because they're afraid. People who have changed their behavior, they're not riding the subway at the same hours. Maybe they're Jewish, they take their yarmulke off because they're afraid of being attacked. Maybe there is a woman, they tell me these stories of having to hug a pole or grab a guardrail because they're afraid of being pushed in front of an oncoming subway car. There are criminals out there who need to pay the consequences for their action instead of the catch-release policies that Kathy Hochul champions. It is a joke to talk about a crime policy that doesn't include doing something about illegal guns. When you had the chance as a member of Congress to stand with other Republicans Come on, who Zeldin, said enough push, is enough. Push no back. She releases gun possession by minors checks. same day. Let's have safety checks. Yep. Let's do it smart. If you sell a gun to a kid in New York Lee, under bail next, law, you get released out of jail same day. I have a record of getting things Hammer done. That's what I'm happy it. to talk about. It doesn't come down to you firing one person and you changing one law. and bail. It's a much more complicated situation. We have a backlog of Two years of no jury trials. That has had an effect on our system as well. We're going to move on to the economy and we're going to start with uh, Mr. Zeldin. Um, The economy has been shaky since the pandemic. It's also one of New Yorkers' top concerns according to multiple polls. Inflation has increased rapidly, reaching record highs not only in the U.S. but across the world. Bring up the Supreme Court decision. Control the levers of the worldwide economy. Uh, Could you talk about specifically how you plan to provide relief. Hochul's not York good, family. though. She's not ready for prime sure. Well, we have to bring spending in this state under she control. She never had to be. She she all these bailouts debates. coming from the federal government, and the state just decides that they're just going to increase spending, and that becomes a new baseline for the next year. Well, what we have to do is have a state spending cap. We need to bring down taxes across the board. We should reverse the state's ban on the safe extraction of natural gas and pursue other opportunities to create more jobs and generate more revenue and revitalize communities. We should all be able to proudly say that we are living in the greatest state and the greatest country in the history of the world. It's more difficult, though, when your state is leading the entire nation in population loss. So whether it's industry, whether it is like, for example, the people in the southern tier desperate for being able to reverse the state's ban on the safe extraction of natural gas, approving new pipeline applications and more. Generate revenue, bring spending under control in this state, bring down taxes, New York is going to be back open for business, baby, January 1st. Thank you. Same question to Governor Hochul. It's an interesting We're response. January 6th. Talk about what I've done, but also respond to what we just heard. If you're really serious about helping people, you cut their taxes and middle-class families. I did that this year with the legislature. We gave people property tax rebates this year. We suspended oh. the state. 
tax on gasoline to help get more money back in their pockets. But the most expensive thing for our families is their mortgage or their rent payments. I have a plan heading into the next session, which is thoughtful. We're going to be able to create over up to a million new homes so we can help. Remember, remember my video on the like $900,000 per unit project. You want to create jobs. When you as a member of Congress vote against everything that would create jobs, you voted against the infrastructure bill, you voted against it, that was bipartisan. You voted against the Inflation Reduction Act that would have brought more money to help Good. protect our environment. You think that people are like know, temporary gas tax holiday. We have the highest gas taxes in the country. In New York I mean, City. It's absurd that well, you live on Long Island and we're talking about the 10th anniversary of Superstorm Sandy. That federal money can be used in our state to build up resiliency so we don't lose people's lives again. We have to have smart economic policies. I know how to create jobs. Ask Micron why they came to New York with 50,000 jobs, because we know how to do that. Ooh. And I'm going to continue focusing on building our economy back. Mr. Zeldin. Yeah, sure. I think obviously, what the governor's not pointing out is that she's hitting all the commuters now with a congestion pricing tax. She's not talking about hitting the farmers with a reduction of the overtime threshold from 60 hours to 40 hours a week. As a member of Congress, I actually helped get the last, the, the FAST Act passed in 2015 when I first got there. And you know that for the, all those people in the Long Island Expressway who are tired of hitting all those potholes, all the damage done to vehicles, you know. it wasn't until just now, just before the election, that they were spending the money that we got allocated in December of 2015, dragging their feet from one industry to the next, regardless of whether we're talking about the east end of Long Island, the southern tier or anywhere else, those farmers in the North Country and beyond. Kathy Hochul has been failing every step of the way, but that's the rest of the story she won't tell you. True. The roads are just worse. First of all, those infrastructure dollars are supported by votes in Congress. You didn't even bother to vote to help me fill $86 million worth of potholes. People love the LIE now. It's just out there. Southern state. People are so happy to see this now. And I, I drive that every day, Kathy. You, you ain't selling me on spending that. Spending it wisely on things that people make. Now, you mentioned the farmers. I think you might have overlooked our information There's on how we are absorbing in, the cost in New York, all of the over overtime yeah. for our farmers. I got a flat they on the LIE back in June. They're going to be the individuals who Ooh. will be paid more. The state has made a commitment because part of our national security and our economic security is to have family-owned farms here in the state of New York. I used to represent the most rural part of our state. I had more farms and cows uh, than communities. I love farms. Thank you, Kathy. And so let's talk about a real record versus the rhetoric of what you would do when you had a chance to vote for your district and voted against it. We need to move on to another. Very briefly, Susan. Yep. Okay, first off, the, the tax credits for the farmers, it's just one year. So the farmers are really upset because they don't have any long-term liability. The, the funding projects for the pavement along Island Expressway was paid for by the 2015 FAST Act. And, and right now you have people here that in this I voted state for. who are on, looking Zeldin. to Albany for leadership. But when billions of dollars come to the state for a bailout, Instead of doing the responsible thing and paying off the principal of the unemployment insurance federal loan, instead what you do is have the Department of Labor send all businesses a notice in the in the middle of the summer that the beginning of September, the burden is going to get kicked to them because Kathy Hochul and her allies in Albany won't do the right thing in Albany. And then, listen, they're desperate for leadership and they're not getting it. January 1st, they'll have it. 
Uh, I want to uh, move on. Mr. Zeldin, New York in particular is seeing record high rents. New Yorkers upstate, what, New what Yorkers about upstate are getting priced out of starter homes. According to the New York State Unified Court System, there have been more than 150,000 eviction filings this year alone. A lot of that, of course, is the result of the pandemic. What, what is your plan to ensure that families can access stable, affordable housing? And what By the way, nice job for Lee getting the last word. Toward affordable housing should be. While we need to be building more affordable housing, there are individuals who and companies that want to invest here, but because it takes so long for them to be able to get approvals, the process is so drawn out that they're looking to other states and they're sending their money elsewhere. I just spoke to someone who's moving operations down to North Carolina instead of investing that money right here. We have people at the state level, bureaucrats drawing it out. You can abuse the, the litigation process to draw this this process out. And honestly, the last conversation that we were just having, the last question about improving the economy, creating more good paying jobs, that's going to be important for us to be able to have individuals who can afford to have that dream of home ownership. But in Kathy Hochul's New York, you can either have your first kid here in the basement of mom and dad's house, or you can move to some other state and buy your own home in Cary, North Carolina. First time home buyer credits is going to be a very important thing for us to ramp up in this state. Keeping the American dream alive as a New York dream is right now under attack. It gets reversed January 1st. I don't think I heard an answer in that. He, he somehow stumbled and, and ended up at, an, at a weird answer. $25 billion in he practiced that line a lot. to build 100,000. But he was, try- he was struggling to get there. Housing. I go to more ribbon cuttings and groundbreakings. He had some potholes. He also knows that the network's going to be biased And we're building this. Please slap her across the face about the ribbon cuttings. Those are political stunts. That's not worth. of income during the pandemic. They couldn't make their rent payments. Landlords were hurt. They were hurt. I'm the one who opened up billions of dollars my first week on the job to make sure we could help them be stabilized. But going forward, I have a plan that's going to help us with office space conversions. In I don't care like about Zeldin running for president. Also I live in New York. I want the governorship. Break down no. barriers are there. There's a lot of zoning. All over Long Island and, and in the lower mid-hot How can Zeldin so there's help you buy a home not just, it's gonna if be January, January 6th just wait, just wait. You <laughs> have to have real policies behind this. We're going to move on to abortion. Mrs. Hochul, you say that you support a woman's right to choose and make her own reproductive choices in regards to no abortion cares. contraception is there any restrictions around abortion that you would approve of what we have in new york state is simply a codification of roe v wade so what has been out there since Not the really supreme true. court before the supreme court undid 50 years of progress for women so women like myself and my daughter would have a right my granddaughter does not have the same right that i had to make a determination in concert with myself or my doctor if it's after the six month. So we have the same restrictions. And anyone who says otherwise is just incorrect. But what is so appalling is the sort of general campaign conversion that we're trying to hear from Lee Zeldin, who will say, oh, no, I really won't change any. I really, nothing changed the day after the Dobbs decision. You know why nothing changed the day after the Dobbs decision? It's because I'm the governor of the state of New York and he's not. So we can talk about policies all you want. Well, it's because Cuomo the was the governor because he signed that law that you're taking credit for. We have a more pro-life record, someone who said he'd bring on a pro-life health commissioner. You know how much power that person has over, over decisions on regulations? They could literally use their power to shut down clinics. So that is a frightening spectacle. Women need to know that that's on the ballot, 
this that isn't going to happen. Well. In New I York want to ask uh, Mr. Zeldin. So polls do show my daughter had the right to make my granddaughter not exist, the right to have an abortion, something that you do not support. You've said that you won't change the state law. But what if a Republican legislature did change the abortion laws? Would you sign a bill into See, law? That's never going to happen. Off, there's not going to be a Republican legislature in January. And there's a less than zero percent chance that Carl Hasty, the Speaker of the Assembly, is going to send me a bill that's rolling back the law in 2019. A fundamentally disingenuous answer just now from uh, from my opponent. First off, you asked a specific question whether or not uh, my opponent supports any restriction at all on abortion. Of course, she doesn't answer it. That's not a coincidence. And she didn't forget. Now, what I have stated was that the day after the Dobbs decision, the law in New York was exactly the same as it was the day before. It doesn't matter who the governor was the day of the Dobbs decision because it was already passed in the law a few years ago. Here's the reality. A few years back, New York codified far more than Roe. When we woke up the day after the Dobbs decision, the law in New York was exactly the same as it was the day before. And I'm not going to change that. And also, as far as appointments for all state agencies... My litmus test is that they are going to do an exceptional job. I want the best talented person for all agencies. I don't want the state liquor authority extorting, you know, people or DEC extorting people who are trying to apply for follow ups or they're not wearing a mask when they're answering the door at their restaurant. My litmus test for all state agencies is that they are the best qualified person. Period. Mr. Zeldin, um, not, you not are bad. not committed to maintaining state funding for Planned Parenthood. Why not when, for many women in our state, Planned Parenthood is a trusted service for health care? Well, what I said was that I'd be working with the legislature, and I'm sure Carl Hasty will come to the table uh, wanting a funding level for whatever his priorities uh, might be across the board on all sorts of different issues. I've heard from uh, New Yorkers who say that they don't want their tax dollars, for example, funding abortions for people who live, you know, 1,500 miles away from here. What's important is the will of the people. He's the he's dodging here, and I've which I give him credit for because he doesn't want to fund he doesn't want to fund Planned Parenthood, but he doesn't want to say it. Their tax dollars are being used to fund. He should have said he should have said if he's going to dodge He should have said I will not reduce funding for women's health care. My opponent. I get it, but yeah. the will of the people that I've heard from, they're not happy. It's best to just stay away from well, this topic. That's, that's what him and a lot You're of the other only New York person standing on this stage whose name right now, not years past, but right now, is on a bill called Life so. Begins at Conception. You did that now. So I don't know how you think that people aren't going to notice your past record and the fact that your name was on you the say, I am pro life in support of Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe The day after it happened, you applauded it. Say, what a great I, he should say that life. he is pro life. That wasn't but that like, long ago. Lee, people are paying attention. You can't say, oh, it states. won't happen under me. A governor has a lot of no. power. You even said how on the first day Thank you're you. willing to suspend laws. How do we know you won't do it then? I don't trust this. Thank Women you. don't trust this. Okay, if uh, I can respond to that. It is, uh, yeah, no, you gotta get, you gotta yeah, get I mean, in. Listen, I, I stated that the first day that I'm in office, I'm going to declare a crime emergency and suspend cashless bail and these other pro-criminal laws because there is a crime emergency. My opponent thinks that right now there's a polio emergency going on, but there's not a crime emergency. Different priorities that I'm hearing from people right now that are not being represented from this this governor, who still to this moment, we're at, what are we halfway through the debate? She still hasn't talked about locking up anyone committing any crimes. Okay, anyone is- who commits a crime 
under our laws, especially with the change we made to bail, has consequences. I don't know why. Yeah, consequences. All I know Zeldin, is that zoom in on that. She more. didn't say well, lock them up. We could we do more. Excuse out. me, I'm speaking. Sure, go ahead. We could do so much more. Okay, Kamala. If it was a nationwide ban, but certainly a state ban on teenagers being able to get guns, assault weapons. I mean, on January 6th. In Buffalo, a teenager walked into a, a shop and was able to buy an assault weapon, the kind you use on military 18, battlefields. An it adult. happened just yesterday in St. Louis. When are we going to start talking about the crimes that are the most frightening? The black kid, by the way, they're never going to talk about that shooting ever again. country are down mm. about 2%. New York State, because we've worked so hard on this since I became governor, they're down 14%, down 18% on Thank Long you, Island. Mrs. I, I don't know why it's just so hard to, to articulate what needs to get done. When you have a district attorney refusing to enforce the law stand up when you were asked about the jose alba case i was informed that it had district attorney's office that day you had a press conference you were asked you said it was a local decision you're not going to get involved in it i said alvin bragg should be removed you said he just got there comes some slack he's doing his job i say that we should overhaul cashless bail you're saying that there's no data to support it you have to elect me to find out what my position on it thank you mr zell january okay it is time now for the cross-examination we, round. That's when each candidate will have a chance. He really to needs to harp on the fact that you get same-day release if you're underage with, with a gun. Well, one of the other reasons the Supreme Court decision. my opponent has lost the trust of so many New Yorkers is they see all these stories with regards to the pay-to-play corruption. Someone hosts a fundraiser for her, and then just days later, she suspends unilaterally New York's competitive bidding laws. Digital Gadgets, that company, makes a pitch to provide COVID tests they don't even make for a contract that was no bid that would have been worth over $600 million, paying far more, twice the price of what California paid. No record that she went to the company to negotiate a better price or the company that actually manufactured the test. This is just one of many examples. So what New Yorkers want to know is what specific measures are you pledging to deal with the pay-to-play corruption that is plaguing you and your administration? I don't accept the premise. There is no play to play, pay to play. Play to play, play, play. A year ago. She's not going to answer ago, this. We had a crisis where my responsibility. COVID is scary, guys. Remember how terrified we were of Omicron. Schools have been shut down a long time. I told my team, Me? you go out and find every single test kit you can find. <laughs> we were hit harder than other states like California that didn't deal with it till later. I did everything I could. My power you were governor when New York was hit early. Shut up. Cuomo yeah. was. She was on TV with his brother. Didn't go back in many other places. There has never been. And she buried the case against him. Policy change or decision made because of a contribution. Now, what worries me, though, I don't see why the the one woman you have one billionaire donor gets to be who's given you over ten million dollars. What's the question? No, I'm answering his. I'm, I already answered his question. There's no, there's no pay-to-play corruption. And the policies are, we don't do it anyhow, so why would I change? We're going to make sure we have internal control. Remember when Omicron caused now, January 6th? In place. But I just want to, if you're going to talk about unseemly circumstances, teenagers with assault weapons get away with giving you $10.5 million in your election? And, that, and that's not my question. My question oh, is this. Question. I, if this is my question, Ty, yeah. I got a real simple one. This is a yes or no. We'll move right on. Is Donald Trump a great president? 
Uh, I worked closely with him on a, a yes number or no. of important yes policies. Yes or no. Let him he's allowed to happen. Trump, Trump, Trump. And, and I believe that from our work to combat MS-13 on Long Island, our work to secure a $2 billion electron ion collider for Brookhaven National Lab, and all of the many decades of jobs, not just for the construction, but the research, will be humanity-changing research, whether it's our work to secure the southern border, strengthening the U.S.-Israel relationship, moving the embassy in Israel from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, getting the Abraham Accords a push, maybe uh, the effort to go after the Iran nuclear deal, which was fatally flawed, and fortunately, he had st- he stopped it. When it was the pandemic that hit, and I was calling, picking up the phone, and I got PPE here, and we're getting the approvals for the semi-automated testing, the public Come on, testing, Zeldin, you the private lab testing, bringing the USNS Comfort up to the bringing the Javits so. Center online. All of that work is our Thank job. Thank you, Mr. Zeldin. I'll take, that as, a, I'll take that as a resounding yes, and the voters of New York do not agree with you. Thank you. It is time now for Orange the Band round, where each yeah. candidate will answer our questions answer. with a real brief. He, he should have said no he should have said response. forwarding the vaccine to make Hochul um, go out against the vaccine. Kathy Hochul, she's this super is a question we've asked in our mm-hmm. past debates. Do you want to see even Joe Biden on that. for re-election? Yes, I do. Who he cares? has delivered for the people of this Joe country Biden in ways that we still don't know the benefits. The Inflation Reduction Act, the infrastructure dollars that Lee Zeldin voted against. I think nothing else to run on. Yes. Okay. Do you want to see Donald Trump run for president in 2024, Lee Zeldin? Not even thinking about it. I'm focused on 14 days from today, defeating Kathy Hochul and saving New York State. Mr. Zeldin, Good should answer. the cap on charter schools in New York City be lifted? Absolutely. We should lift the cap on charter schools. Mrs. Hochul. Yes. Uh, Mrs. Hochul, there is a bill on your desk that puts a moratorium on proof of work cryptocurrency mining in New York, which is the kind of cryptocurrency mining that is energy intensive. Will you sign it? I already, my Department of Energy uh, Communica- uh, Environment and Conservation already Who stopped cares about the crypto? company that was deployed. Was- Nobody business. I'm looking at that bill closely. This has nothing to do with whether or not we embrace the kip- cryptocurrency industry in this our city. This is a specific I- kind of cryptocurrency, energy intensive. Yeah, and we focus on making sure that they're that they have green facilities that they're not using that kind of. Energy. Oh, they use solar you, panels to mine the governor, crypto. Would you yeah, a cryptocurrency narrow moratorium like this one. No, no, I, I wouldn't, and we shouldn't be picking winners and losers in business. And you see it right now getting played out as far as, you know, they're, they're raising, donating money for, for my opponent trying to curry favor. Uh, listen, the reality is on the merit, we should level the playing field. Stop picking winners Thank of, you. based on political connections. Okay, Mr. Zeldin, with recreational marijuana now legal, does New York have sufficient uh, protections in place to uh, protect the health of young people? Absolutely not. As a matter of fact, when I was coming here from my office, I rode the, the two train up and... And I had a lot of members of the media with me. And we were smelling some marijuana along the way. And if you want to come to New York and have your little kids, my daughters are 16, even though they're 16, they're in 11th grade. I'd rather not have to walk down the street with a family exposing my kids to, to what they can get exposed to right now. And, and what you see on the other side is, you know, move for more legal injection sites. That's not the right answer. This is awful. You just made the case that, yes, it's already out there, but why don't we legalize it, tax it properly, have distributors who are actually people who have been 
marginalized. This is like a terrible topic. Mask incarceration. This is where Republicans lose. And, and giving them the chance yeah. to help build a business yep. and be part of a whole new. Make criminals drug dealers again. Got it, Kathy Holcomb. Jobs in communities that have been lo- overlooked for a long time, and this is a great opportunity. One more question. I, I love that they have to make the blacks drug dealers. Uh, Mrs. Hochul, there are two overdose prevention centers operating in New York City where individuals use their drugs safely and where no one has died from a drug overdose. There is no such thing. Operation of these centers. This is Safe something heroin. I refer with my commissioner of health on, and she is supportive of this. But I want to see the more data, and there's always an effect on a neighborhood. You have to be sensitive to more data. Uh, these are placed in Thank neighborhoods, you. but I'm I, I'm laser focused. I lost a nephew to an opioid addiction that started from a prescription he received from a doctor. I have worked for the last eight years. I mean, if you were Kathy Hochul's nephew, Mr. Zeldin, heck no. Thank you. <laughs> We're going to move on now. Um, we're going to move Mandates. on to threats to democracy and ethics, and we're going to start with Mr. Not Zeldin, one word about the against certifying the 2020 presidential election in Arizona and Pennsylvania. And since then, dozens oh, of courts across shit. the country have found that there is virtually no we have 20 minutes in left. the 2020 election and certainly no widespread But 20 minutes fraud. left, and they changed the topic. you do it again, knowing what you know now, would you vote to certify the results of the 2020 election? The vote was on two states, Pennsylvania and Arizona. The issue still remains today. What You're going to have more health emergencies and natural disasters. The United States Constitution says that state legislatures set the administration of election law. And that was the question I articulated then. It's the question I'll articulate now. And it's about looking forwards, not backwards. Election integrity should always matter. I believe that we should have voter ID in our state. I believe that we should have voter ID in all 50 states. I oppose ballot harvesting. I believe that we have a principle of one person, one vote. And that is a principle that belongs to a United States citizen. There was a move in New York City to allow non-citizens to vote, hundreds of thousands of non-citizens. I opposed that. I was outspoken of it. A lot of crickets coming from my opponent. Uh, And I'm glad that the courts ruled that that was not okay. So what's important looking forward is making sure that whether it's 2022, 24, 2032, we should always care whether your candidate comes in first or second about election integrity. If you lose this election, um, do you promise to abide by the results? Of course. Well, first off, losing is not an option. Secondly, playing along with your hypothetical question, of course. Thank you. Uh, Mrs. Hochul, <laughs> your campaign fundraising practices have come under public scrutiny. You have received considerable donations from those with business before the state. How can the public look at her hanger head and shame body language influenced by these contributions? I just have to respond to something I heard. You basically heard Lee Zeldin say he would vote once again to overturn a presidential election. I think that's something everybody should know. And the fact that he sent text messages. To Where were you January 6th? To lay out the strategy on how to strategy public opinion and try to. Were the teenagers with the illegal guns there? Lie out there. And I think that's deeply troubling. I understand the concern you just raised. I have always, for 30 years as an elected oh. official, played by all the rules. There has never been a situation where there is You're a getting money from people with business before the state. Answer the question. The what about January 6th? That's policy. Kathy Olga's campaign also, in I a nutshell. I supported campaign finance reform since I was a young staffer for Senator Moynihan. I worked hard to make sure that people have have trust in the system. Thank you, Mrs. Hochul. I want, yeah, Lisa, please respond. Well, I mean, it's no coincidence that you, know, you ask a question about crime and 
My opponent wants to talk about the former president. You ask a question about pay-to-play corruption plaguing her campaign. She wants to talk about the former president. But, okay. So if anyone out there wanted to go back and look at the text that was sent to the White House Chief of Staff, it was at the very beginning of November, before the race was even called for Joe Biden. And what my concern was that I expressed was that you should only be putting out confirmed, verified, actual irregularities. Because the problem was everything was getting mixed Thank together. You. But that was the very beginning of November before Don't the race was Don't get bogged down in this shit. Political. No one cares. No, I, I just, can I just say, if you had the ability to be text message, messaging the White House, I would have much rather you text message said, hey, Mr. President, while you're heading out the door, can you at least undo the damage you did to New Yorkers when you eliminated the state local tax deduction, which resulted in a high tax rate for our citizens? And there are so many things, there's so many things you can about I'm, Trump's tax bill. I'm talking about your record. <laughs> um, Mrs. Hochul, you saw legislation passed restoring the controller's oversight powers for all state contracts, including the SUNY Research Foundation. I'm in conversations with the controller as we speak about the the levels. Uh, Why did you remove that, Kathy? We think we can negotiate a position that recognizes. Hey, chatty Kathy, why did you remove that? Is that why people are flooding your office with donations? Ago has a different price point, so we are actually having conversations to make sure that people do feel comfortable that we restore the oversight system, and I believe. In this. I mean, I believe in Thank accountability and transparency. And People are writing SUNY like SUNY Muslim. It's SUNY New York like New York State University of New York. State University okay. of New York. S-U-N-Y, guys. Hochul to uh, date, more than 21,400 people seeking asylum have been sent to New York, mostly from Texas and Florida. Still and not a word about the mandate. Sanctuary state. The bulk of the current crisis is falling here in New York City, which has been seeking help from the state and currently estimates the cost of housing these new arrivals at more than $1 billion. They really so my question for you they, is, have you spoken to your fellow governors like from Sunni Texas and Florida who have sent these migrants to New York and, uh, and apparently <laughs> intend to send more? And if not, why not? I'm talking to the president of the United States about this because I talked to Joe Biden and his chief of staff on multiple occasions, once with Eric Adams in the room. And he understood our frustration that this really is a federal problem, that these people shouldn't be used as political pawns by these governors. That's disgraceful, number one. But secondly, why can't we do the processing and start them on the path to asylum at the border instead of sending them all over the state where they have no connections? So we're working on this. I've supported Eric Adams' efforts to. <laughs> She's like, that's the border problem. I'm in favor gateway, of illegals, uh, but MTA like not here. Buses. But that billion dollar number, I believe, is going to be significantly less because after our conversations, President Biden started making changes so people are more likely to have an incentive to stay in their own country. We're talking mostly about Venezuela, those individuals. So we, we've already seen a stemming of the tide of people. You know, I don't know if that'll change. Zeldin's right now, definitely going to bring this up, the midnight flights. Thank you for the super chat. I mean, not, not to say it would necessarily be effective, but why not call the governor of Texas and say, hey, what are you doing? If you think it'd be useful, I could call him, but I don't think that that's you didn't even try. I know the mayor did outreach me. Kathy, yeah, I mean, someone's so intent on politicizing. Come on, Kathy. The man's in a wheelchair. You can stand up to him. All the time about trying to scare people and demagoguery. I, I don't. I don't know that I can really get through in a rational way to the governor of Texas. She never called. She never call, called. Where I'm working is with the president. Working with President Biden, working with Mayor Adams to help these people. Okay, Mr. Zeldin. I mean, listen, the, the fact is that when people were flying into Westchester Airport, Stewart Airport, Montgomery, my opponent has, she has nothing to say. She, the, people, the people of New York are demanding transparency. They want to know who's coming, where are they coming from, who they are, where they're going, but nothing until she found her boogeyman. 
As soon as the buses start arriving, then she's making believe like this is the entire problem. Now you want to provide the transparency to New Yorkers because you owe it to them. And then you pick up the phone and you call Joe Biden and you say, Mr. President, you have to secure the southern border. Finish construction of the border wall, end catch and release, enforce the remain in Mexico policy. Instead of attacking, support our customs and border patrol agents. Stop incentivizing and rewarding illegal entry to people who are being flown up. Not only are they getting a flight with this Biden travel agency, they get a phone to boot. You have a lot of New Yorkers who are law abiding New Yorkers. They've been here a long time. They're saying, well, what about me? What about me? Why is this governor not providing the transparency that we demand? And why is she not talking about it until she finds her boogeyman? And when picking up the phone and calling the president, why is she not laying out the specific call to action that New Yorkers are begging for? I have called for federal immigration reform when I was a staffer for Senator Daniel Patrick Moynihan back in 87. Patrick Moynihan. We had a bipartisan when I was a staffer. You don't understand, Mr. Zeldin. When I was a staffer for Moynihan. Also, how we handle the situation going forward. Since then, Republicans. Who had Moynihan being mentioned four times in this debate? Oh, they mentioned easily. Politicians mentioned him. I'm always used to doing. Thomas Sheedy died, if you know. We seem to be able to be incapable. It's like that movie Unfriended got to him. Democrats on this issue. And until then, there's going to continue. Trying to fix my uh, Mr. Zeldin, my if you're here, sworn in in January, what would you do about this mic crisis? Well, what I just stated, for one, you know, listen, part of it is calling on the federal government to help because they own it as far as aid. But I'm well aware that whether even if you had all the blue state and red state governors and blue city and red city mayors, everyone was 100 percent on the same page and they solved it today. It gets worse tomorrow because actually, unlike what was just stated by my opponent, the surge is still continuing. And it's not just about people coming. It's also about things like illicit drugs that are coming, the sex trafficking, the labor trafficking. This is about working with the Department of Justice, having the state police. Great. I grew up in a trooper household. Uh, the state police are exceptional. Maybe they should be working with the federal government more that was unnatural, to be able by to the tackle the, the illicit drugs that are coming in. But we need to stop it at the border. That means the federal government working with the DEA and some of these international entities that we have. Meanwhile, we get a, a huge opium uh, settlement sent to the state. A task force is created. And instead of my opponent allowing the task force, the subject matter experts, even people who lost their own loved ones, to decide how the money is getting spent, they're unable to have their meetings. Thank you. My opponent wants her own little kitty because she's running for re-election. Thank you, uh, Mrs. Hochul. <laughs> But let's talk about the role of policing in all these issues. Policing. In January, when I realized we had a problem with illegal guns coming through our borders. January? Numbers, illegal guns. The That's first ever in the nation. Task force of nine states. So our law enforcement, state police, are working with NYPD and the police departments from nine states. As a result of that effort, knowing that illegal guns are killing our young people in our streets every single Ali- day. Illegal guns 9, from the 8, border? 8,000 guns off the streets. That's real progress. That's how you defend 8,000? That's not that many. The guns at the border, getting the drugs at the border oh, when they come into New York State. And that's how I redeploy. Thank you. I'm, I'm pretty sure three seconds on more guns than that. Development. The state, uh, Mrs. Hochul, will pay $600 million toward the construction of a new $1.4 billion stadium for the Buffalo Nothing Bills. Nothing about the mandates. 
show nothing that about stadium subsidies don't provide we still got 10 minutes benefits to justify their stadiums cost. don't what they never do is there that this 600 public benefits exceeding the state's investment so trying to bury the issue question you, know, you think about the identity. Did she say she already answered this like question? Broadway is to New York City. The Buffalo Bills are to Western New York. And Make, our they can pay for their own stuff. This is top priorities in Albany. Every region has its own priorities. They have their own regional projects. This was important to make sure that the Buffalo Bills stayed in New York State, and they were looking elsewhere. So we structured a plan. She looks like if you Buffalo look at just Bill. the salaries of the players, they, they do very well. The tax proceeds that we'll receive from just the players alone after 20 years will more than pay for that investment. They don't live in the state. What are you talking about? They all live in Florida. That's what the sure baseball the players do. Money to Who the are you state of New York that was never collected and was generated from three casinos in West York, that that was actually used as an offset. So that helped us with over $450 million of that total cost. When you put the whole picture together, that's a deal to keep the Buffalo Bills in this state for 30 more years. So a couple of follow-ups. Um, wasn't there a way to keep the bills in New York State without having to spend more public money than almost any other state on this project? And <laughs> as Moderator. As know, the never said that they were going to move anywhere. I think if you check Buffalo News reports, you'd find. A oh, look at uh, that! From their own representatives, Spectrum they said they were One Contacted. So this was real. It's easy to say now, armchair quarterback uh, afterward, but it, it was real. And they I was not going to be the governor. Games. You paid six hundred million dollars for eight home games. He said to me, I just saw him at an event. He says, "You are smart. You could not be the governor that lost the Buffalo Bills, the team that plays yes. in New York. We love the Giants and Jets as well." So, so uh, let me just answer this. Yeah. You have to understand the Buffalo Bills market. It's small. It's not Las Vegas. It's not Miami. Oh, you my can't God. The same price of tickets. So this you need shit. more assistance. So you can't really compare. And this is what the analysts have said. For a small market team, you segregated in Buffalo, people. Place, and this is what you're talking about? We're proud to have them. It's part of No, no, the this is fine. It's, com- it's a corruption issue. To make it worthwhile. Thank you, Mrs. Hochul. Now, Mr. Zeldin, if you become governor, will you renegotiate the Bills deal? Oh, we can absolutely have a better deal. The Forbes list just came out. The owner of the Buffalo Bills. The Even if it means the Bills might leave. They're not leaving. And listen, Bills Stadium, they, they need, I was just at a, a Bills game recently. It's a great place to watch a, a game. But uh, giving a multi-billion dollar owner of a football team all of the, this tax dollars, which isn't yours as the governor, you're actually supposed to be a steward of the, of the money. See, the governor has referred to New Yorkers as her apostles. She's referred to herself as the mother of New York's 62 counties. I believe that public service is about serving the public. She thinks it's about the public serving her. Seneca Nation is made up of people who are Bills fans, too. And you put the squeeze on them, hundreds of millions of dollars. And it was wrong the way that that happened. And as far as the way this process went, it wasn't that the governor was sitting down with legislative leaders. Thank you, Mr. Zeldin. Oh, it's not yet read. It's not like she sat down with the legislative leaders and was saying, hey, this is coming. We're finalizing a deal right now. No, at the 11th hour of a budget deal, she slams it in. She screws over Seneca Nation and she puts the the squeeze on legislators. No vetting, no debate. It was irresponsible on process. Thank you. Nice. You can respond, Mrs. Hochul. Lee Zeldin hates job creating projects. This is going to create over 10,000 construction jobs, just like you oppose the federal legislation, the CHIPS Act, that would bring jobs from Asia and China back to the United States. The CHIPS Act, they were already going to build the chips. We want beating out every other state, including Texas. We now have a 
50,000 jobs coming through Micron to have it's the largest investment in New York State history because I know how to get the deal done for our residents. They're looking forward to these jobs, the supply chain opportunities from Long Island up to the North Country. People are excited. I have one 10,000 temporary construction jobs at the cost of $600 million. Great jobs. You don't even give the support. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. Zeldin, other than hydrofracking, what is your economic development plan for upstate New York? So, Governor, you segregated the government people. should be in charge of setting those parameters. Under false pretenses. Manufacturing. We shouldn't be lowering the overtime threshold. We need to invest in broadband. We need to approve new pipeline applications and do a better job delivering energy across the entire state. Uh, part of this has to do with, instead of the, gover- the governor, I, I have not a problem with job-creating projects. I have a problem with corruption-creating governors. And when she has these pots of money that she creates for herself so that she can spend her campaign, this Rose Garden strategy, how's that working out, going around every single day and doing press conferences, handing out your money. Now, I think if you get your money back as taxpayers, you shouldn't be, and that's a very rare thing that happens when you get money back. This governor actually put on the property tax check that it was courtesy of her as if you owe her a thank you. What we need to do is bring down taxes across the board, bring spending under control, have pro-business people in charge of these state agencies. When Amazon wants to bring 25,000 good-paying jobs to Queens, we should be making sure that we're finding a way to be able to make that happen. But what we shouldn't do is just put our finger on the scales and then based off of political Thank connections you. and relationships, we pick who the winner is and the loser. Thank you. Okay. That, that is so inconsistent. The Amazon deal was funded on the same economic development strategy that Micron is. So Amazon's okay, but Micron, what, what have you got against 50,000 jobs in upstate New York? I grew up in upstate New York. I knew what it was like when the major industries left town. Those communities were decimated. All my siblings left Buffalo because they couldn't get a job years ago. Now the unemployment rate is down at historic So you segregated people. Less than 4% in Buffalo. Things are turning around. And Lisa, Mike, we'll, we'll talk about New it York after. Dying. There's still seven minutes left. The, People of the state want to have the Grim Reaper as their leader. They want someone who sees a vision, a path forward, who's lived the experience Thank you. of the struggle, and I'm that governor. Real brief. Yeah, I mean, the, the reality is, and I've been asking for months, and my opponent still can't finish the sentence. You can't expect her to ever fix it. But New York leads the entire nation in population loss because... She actually got asked this question by the media a few weeks ago when she was at Binghamton Airport. She probably would love to have a redo because she messed it up that time. For me, you ask me, why does New York lead the entire nation in population loss? Because their wallets, their safety, their freedom, and their quality of their kids' education are under attack. So they're hitting their breaking point. They're looking at other states like the Carolinas, Tennessee, Texas, Florida, and elsewhere. And they feel like their money will go further, they'll feel safer, and they'll live life freer. The state is at a crossroads. We were at a crossroads in 1994. When New York elected George Pataki, and we're at a crossroads right now. But as far as what happens with Kathy Hochul and one-party rule for four more years, outsized power of self-described socialists, we need balance and common sense restored to Albany. We're coming down the home stretch. We like just, I said, like we're, I said, we're, sound we're, bites, not sound policy. That's absurd. We're, we're coming down the home stretch. That's with, like her uh, one line that her speechwriter wrote. Brief with this, I want to ask about a downstate economic question, Mr. Zeldin. In normal times, New York uh, uh, collects more gaming revenue than any other state, about $3.7 billion, two-thirds of that is generated by scratch-offs and other lottery games. But right now, the state is moving toward uh, approving up to three new casino licenses. There's going to be corruption answer from Zelda. In the years since legalizing multiple forms of gambling, we've seen upstate casinos underperforming. We've seen warnings from the state controller that the hidden costs of gambling addiction are not being addressed. 
uh, in light of all you know, should New York alter or pause plans to allow for casino gambling in New York City? Well, the big question is citing, and the answer is possibly. I mean, New York is continuing to uh, add casinos around the state. Uh, you're seeing the impacts. For example, you want to talk fairness to Seneca Nation, the local share that gets uh, taken out was based off of outdated times. They've now had all sorts of new casinos that have come in line. Siting is important. Local control is important. There is a process that is underway, and it shouldn't be jammed into areas that do not want it. We have to respect the will of the people. Mrs. Holt. That was I'm not sure I heard the answer, answer. There. No, we're not going to stop the process. This is an opportunity to recharge downstate communities, and there is a citing process. That's the one part I agree with, and it's underway because I got it moving. He, we have he could have hit her on, on the fact that there's three permits and she's essentially selling them. Come on, Zeldin. In places where they still haven't come back yet because of the pandemic, that we can give them jobs working in these places as well. That, as that was just crap. For our children Garbage. to be able to get a good education under a plan to cut taxes. They, they set it up for Zeldin. I have to ask, they where said these are the all underperforming. Education, investments in childcare and paid family leave. So I think you got to have a real solid and plan. And apparently not just people are saying her husband's connected to the Thank you. We're going to move on thing. to COVID. Earlier today, President Biden received Mike. his updated COVID booster ahead of a possible winter surge. The CDC is urging people to wear masks now in 10 upstate counties where COVID community levels are considered high. Yet, Mrs. Hochul, you have lifted COVID regulations from masking to vaccine requirements. Can you explain why you made that decision and will you follow the CDC's recommendation to add COVID vaccines to children's vaccine schedules? One year ago when I became governor, we were She's still experiencing answer. the effects of the Delta variant, and it was scary. And children weren't able to get back to school unless we directed them to make sure that they had the opportunity to wear a mask. A mask was That's able to false. get kids back into schools. False. That is important to me to keep children in schools. But that at this point case. now, we have kids so were many never at high risk. Available. Remember, it wasn't that long ago when they were in short supply. Lines around the block. There was nothing at the pharmacy. There was a real panic around this. Now, because we have plentiful vaccine supply and everybody should get their booster. I had my booster. I'm getting my flu shot tomorrow. You know, we have this triple threat. We have seen what's happening in other states, and I'll be addressing it tomorrow. The uh, the respiratory illnesses for children, more COVID cases, as well as the flu. Didn't President Biden declare the so pandemic over? Mandate a COVID vaccine for for children? Yeah, answer the question. This time I'm going to talk about parental control over this, but I'd also say it's something that comes down to legislature anyhow. The legislature makes well, the determination in consultation with health Was. experts for next year's school year. You're talking about this year. We're not talking about mandating a vaccine for Thank children you. in school at this time, but I'm encouraging, highly, highly encouraging. Uh, this year because Mrs. the school Elvin, year already started? Students are required to be vaccinated for everything, from chicken pox to measles. But you've said you will not require COVID vaccines for students, but the CDC is recommending it. Can you explain your thinking? Sure. And where... My opponent just said she will not mandate COVID vaccines at this time. Let me be clear to all of the parents who are out there. I will not mandate COVID vaccines for your kids ever. I don't believe that there should be COVID vaccine mandates right now for our kids at SUNY and CUNY and community colleges and elsewhere. Where just over a year ago, a whole bunch of heroes were turning to zeros, tens of thousands of people because of my opponent's healthcare worker COVID vaccine. What about polio vaccine? Would you- I believe that... Would you- I just finished the point. I, I believe that that mandate was wrong, 
and that everyone who has been fired should be offered their jobs back with back pay. And there shouldn't be any special celebrity COVID vaccine mandates like what we saw for people who play for the Mets or the Yankees or the Nets. Nice. If you want to have a special celebrity exemption, how about the NYPD officers, FDNY, teachers, healthcare workers? I do not support COVID vaccine mandates in any way, shape or form. You want to deal with a healthcare worker shortage upstate and hospitals having services impacted? Well, then offer the people their jobs back. And by the way, do it with back pay. Mr. Zeldin, would you mandate a polio vaccine? Yeah. Right now, the the position of the state is that there is a polio emergency and uh, and there's there's not I'm not proposing any new changes right now. There are vaccine uh, mandates that are out there all across the board on all different kinds of fronts. Uh, what I'd specifically say is that the COVID vaccine mandate is different than the polio vaccine mandate. The COVID vaccine, vaccine. changed the definition of vaccine. You could just call the COVID shots a form of treatment, but it doesn't prevent you from getting it. And the state hasn't recognized natural immunity. Why not? It should. We could talk about all these other vaccines, but we're talking about other vaccines that actually when you took it, people were not actually getting polio. I'm not sure I understand that one either, but you've been an election denier, a climate change denier. You and Donald Trump were the masterful COVID deniers. We are dealing with a real crisis. Trump accelerated the vaccine. And I would do it all over again when I did last year, that mandate for health care workers, because no one after what we went through in this state and the loss of life. First of all, people the reason poli- the reason polio is fine is because that's a disease that kills a kids. Office, a hospital or nursing home. So you, you don't allow parents to kill their kids. If COVID it, from the person charged with taking care of you. It was a tough decision. Decision. We limit it to healthcare workers, but that is something I believe saved lives. Yeah, I mean, listen. First off, what everyone out there just heard is that she would do it again. So you know, take notes at home. And on top of that, talking about what happened in nursing homes, where was my opponent with the deadly nursing home order and cover up? Why is it that numbers are still on the Department of Health website that are outdated? What about the meeting with the COVID? Uh, families who lost their loved ones who were promised a long overdue COVID investigation never got got it. Why don't you speak up with regards to the deadly nursing home order and cover up? Why aren't you looking into the transparency and accountability that these families of thousands of deceased New York families have? Why didn't you stick up for the people who weren't able to see their loved ones in their final hours and being denied? You had time after time after time opportunities to stand up for these families, but you were silent or complicit or out to lunch every time. I don't know what your excuse is. But these families are demanding justice, and they will not rest until they get it. On day one, I will finish what you refuse to start and end. Did you want to respond really briefly? No. Nursing homes has been investigated by at least three or four different entities, the legislature, different legal uh, law enforcement entities. This is totally nothing. And I have called for a comprehensive overhaul and a look at what went right, what went wrong, so I can handle Zelda saying, to a future right. governor many he years should cut in now. and say nothing the went right, for like how you give some power to based it. On this. That is underway. Mm-hmm. We're looking forward to doing a deep dive into many areas, you know, decisions on, on schools being shut down, which I think was a problem. I mean, we, we're suffering the effects of it, and cutting taxes and reducing money to go to education is going to really hurt Good the tax- children taxes. who need to come back. And that's what's so tragic about your whole plan and how you're going to save New York. Cut taxes, cut taxes. Tell me what programs you're willing to cut in order to accomplish that. Look at Zeldin, like, just nodding his head. Yeah, I want to cut taxes. Parents, They're too high. Teachers, 
money for childcare. There's so many areas. The question was so elderly people dying in nursing Texas homes. Across the this board is the answer to elderly people dying in nursing homes. For servicing the people of the state at the level they've expected. Okay, uh, candidates, we're going to, uh, producer says we can go over really literally just like a minute or two since we're past oh, our, our hour. If you want. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> Zeldin wants to <laughs> talk about economic development. There are some limits to this. Uh, let that's me, all uh, they're let gonna... me ask you about gun regulation. Earlier this year, a month after 10 people were murdered at that supermarket in Buffalo, the Supreme Court struck down New York's concealed carry law, ruling that the number of restrictions on gun owners were so great as to effectively cancel the constitutional right to bear arms. A real simple question. Do you agree with the court? Uh, what changes to New York law do you think should be made as a result of the ruling? We could start with you, Mr. Zelda. Yeah, I, of very course. Brief. New York did have an unconstitutional concealed carry law. Now, listen, just a couple of Sundays ago, I had a gang-related drive-by shooting at my own house while my 16-year-old daughters were sitting inside. I don't know who the shooters were, what their gun, what the gun was that they used, what their motive was, but I guarantee you, unlike my opponent who put out a tweet a few weeks ago and said that she is calling on American Express and MasterCard and Visa to flag every attempted purchase of a firearm as a suspicious purchase, I guarantee the person who opened up his or her gun on my front yard didn't start with a swipe of an American Express card. Instead of going after illegal firearms committed by crime, by criminals, and they're still out on the streets committing additional crimes, what my opponent, who used to be, by the way, when it was politically convenient, an A-rated NRA-endorsed member of Congress, she goes after the law-abiding New Yorkers. So she went so far the next week to pass a new law that was even more unconstitutional than the last law, infringing on First Amendment rights to infringe all over Second Amendment rights. So what's going to happen? Drumroll. It's going to get overturned by the courts, of course, because it's unconstitutional. Nice, Elden. I will say this, Lee. I want your daughters to be safe as well. I want every child to be safe in this town. And having a proliferation of guns everywhere, which is the result of this decision, which was on the books what? for 108 years. What changed in 108 years? Nothing other than the Donald Trump appointees to the United States Supreme Court. The same ones that overturned your right to have an abortion. They took away my right as governor to protect the citizens on our subways, synagogues, or sitting in a classroom from having a concealed carry weapon. They've opened up the floodgates. From what did I do? I called the legislature back what? immediately. So Protected them from having this. a concealed carry weapon. The Supreme Court gave us authority to do this. Identify no, the didn't. sensitive areas. You know, where more people congregate, where you really can't protect them, where you'd have an expectation of She legit safe. identified almost exactly every area in the court state. challenges? Sure there are. Thank there's, you. There's challenges to every single thing that's done with a gun, even the SAFE Act, which you said you'd overturn. Keep Thank you. Guns out of the hands of mentally ill people is something you would overturn. So people need to know where you okay. stand on protecting our people. That brings us to the end of our time, and that's going to do it for this debate. I'd like to thank both candidates for joining us tonight. And if you missed any part of it, you can watch the debate in its entirety on the Spectrum News app. And be sure to join us this upcoming Sunday, October 30th, for our debate the race for U.S. Senate between Chuck Schumer and Joe Pinion. That's All right, I'm just going to cut that. All right, let's 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 talk about, uh, about how we think things went. So I took some notes on the matter, um, and, and, and the, the way the debate was run is something I was not really shocked about. So... Um, I'm not surprised that Lee Zeldin, Congressman Zeldin, spoke very fast during the debate. I know that was something that was very quickly mentioned by people in the comments here. And it's just an undeniable fact that when you are, you know, not woke, when you are not a progressive um, and you go on cable news, 
oftentimes you have to talk very quickly to get your talking points in. But I got to say, Spectrum, I think Spectrum was pretty fair. Um, yeah. They were they were questioning uh, Hogel quite a bit, just like they were questioning Zeldin. Um, so so kudos to Spectrum News One for that. Um, I just wish that there were more debates. Yeah, no, I know. I will I will say uh, before we let Mike jump in because I know he has a lot of thoughts. Um, I will say they were more fair than I thought, but you have to understand the structure of the debate. Also, is we spent. 10 minutes on the most important issues to all New Yorkers crime. And then we jump to, uh, we, we jump to like abortion for equal abortion. amount of time, 10 minutes yeah. and, you know, other things for equal amount of time, which is kind of, yeah. you know, lame. I'll, I'll chime in quickly on abortion when it comes to this. Uh, Mike, I bet you'd love to jump in on this too. Um, when it comes to abortion, I've been operating in, in uh, this electoral cycle for the past few months. And it's not only with the gubernatorial election, it's with the congressional elections that are happening out of my area, out east on Long Island. It's with the assembly elections and state senate elections. The topic of abortion is being shoved down Republicans' throats, as if New York State Republicans want to permanently ban the practice of abortion in the state, which is just not true at all. Nearly every single big Republican that has won their primaries in June and August are actually more moderate and who do not even want to ban the practice at all, who said we need to be realistic in Albany. We're not going to ban abortion in its entirety. I, I just got one quick question so that we can get this done two things at once. And that is, if you guys want us to do the Oz Fetterman debate, you got to tell me where it's at. Like in the chat, which, where, where can I find it? But uh, go ahead, uh, Tom. Yeah, no. And that, yeah, that makes sense because we had a little bit of trouble trying to find trying to find some links to watch the debate in the first place. But this is going to be a tactic that numerous different um, committees, uh, numerous different PACs are going to be shoving down Republicans' throats over the next uh, two weeks, that New York State Republicans are so pro-life, they are so anti-abortion, they want to ban the practice in its entirety, when actually, if you go up to these Republicans who are running for office in these, you know, small elections and at their fundraisers and, you know, at their committee meetings, in reality... Um, they actually are very moderate when it comes to it. They don't, they don't want to ban the practice of abortion in its entirety. Um, they are not going to, uh, you know, um, introduce legislation that'll, that'll go after it, but they're against third trimester abortions, uh, late term abortions. But all of a sudden that means they want to ban abortion, even in the case of rape and incest. That's the mailers that I get now at my house. Um, all throughout this election cycle, and it is ridiculous. We need to oppose it, and that's all they can really do. Abortion, 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 abortion. And Trump. And Trump, January 6th, yeah. Yeah, too much too much, uh, too much. much Trump mentioned in there by a lot. Like, I mean, they I have nothing else to run on. What did you expect? Well, it has been her whole campaign and all that. I think he handled that uh, well. When they asked him if Trump was a good president, that was, like, his worst. Like, he was just, like all over the place like trying to distract which was like all right i get it like trump isn't popular in new what york else did he, do? he he should have said if you want to run against donald trump you should have ran in the 2020 presidential election yeah. yeah i think i think these republicans just need to totally reject everything that democrats want them to run on so when they try and make everything about abortion and the election and trump and january 
Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare flashlight. The Fighter Flare flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Flare.com. Just say no. Say yeah. the city, the, the, for those of us who live here, the house is on fire. We're not going to worry about what's going on down the street. I could care less. So there were a couple moments where he got bogged down with talking about Trump, and I wish he would have just pushed it aside. Um, and same with abortion. Like, I think whenever Republicans in a blue state are focused on talking about Trump or abortion, They need to just change the subject. Um, What I, it, it, you know, it drives me insane that the issue of their lockdown policies and mandates was relegated to two minutes at the end. Um, I really wish that, you know, Republicans are always so much on defense that I just wish for once 
they would go on offense and beat them at their own game. These Democrats want to play identity politics. Cool. Let's play identity politics. Let's talk about how she segregated at the beginning of the vaccine mandates, 70 percent of black New Yorkers. We have been told by them that if a policy has a disproportionate effect on black people, that systemic racism. So, uh, Governor Hochul, are you a systemic racist? Right. And he well, just didn't bring any of that up. I mean, I think he did a good job, but... I, I, I just say that I do have the debate. Do you guys want to stay for the debate and then recap both of them at the end? Pennsylvania? Yes, I'm be doing laundry, but I'll do it in the morning. The dead I'm, man? I'm fine. I, I can do that. Uh, I don't have as much knowledge on it. Um, oh, we're just going to grade this because this is going to be wild. We're just going to do it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Currently sits at $7.25 an hour. And has not been increased Ooh, since 2009. Each of our neighboring states has raised minimum wages. You see them there on your screen, including New Jersey at $13 an hour and West Virginia at $8.75. But Pennsylvania has not followed suit. The first question is for you, Mr. Fetterman. Do you support raising the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour? Why or why not? You have 60 seconds. Yeah, I do. Absolutely. I think it's a disgrace at $7.25 an hour. And how can a man, you know, with, with you know, 10 gigantic mansions, you know, has uh, is willing to talk about like, a willing wage? I think that's just him. Mom trying with two children, trying to race with them, realizing making $31,000 a year, you know, $15 an hour. You know, I believe every work has dignity and every paycheck must have dignity in it as well. True. I've always supported a living wage and we make sure that everyone has economic security. I have a follow up for you, Mr. Fetterman. What do you say to small He's already business giving me anxiety. Us, that if the minimum wage were increased to $15 an hour, it would put them out of business. You have 30 seconds. Can you guys hear clearly? No, we, we all have to make sure that everyone that works is able yes. to, that's that's the most American bargain, that if you work full-time, you should be able to live in dignity as well, true. And I believe they haven't have any businesses being, being uh, we can't have businesses being subsidized by not paying ind- uh, individuals that just simply can't evade to, to pay their own way. Okay, Mr. Fetterman, thank you. Mr. Oz, turning to you. Do you support raising the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour? Why or why not? You have 60 seconds. I think market forces have already driven up the minimum wage. I was with a hotel worker actually here in Harrisburg a few months ago, and he was telling me how hard it was to live on the $15 an hour that he was getting paid. John Fetterman shoots too low. We want much more money than that. And there are many ways to achieve that. But John Fetterman thinks the minimum wage is his weekly allowance from his parents. He's not really cognizant of the real challenges of business owners who've got to balance that with employees. Thankfully, we have a solution. And, John, you didn't answer the question. You can't put businesses out of uh, commission in order to pay more wages because they won't be the wages will go to zero, which is John Fetterman's radical plan if you really follow to conclusion. Here's what I would do. We have one of the richest energy states in the country. I believe if we could unleash the energy beneath our feet here in Pennsylvania, there'd be plenty of money to go around. We'd have increased wages, a more reason for students to take uh, uh, vocational classes to be able to learn trades, which I'm strongly supportive of. We'd also be able to pipe that gas, improve our economy, and reduce inflation. That's a plan that works. And it's humble enough that I can say broadly. Thank you. I want to I want to give you, uh, Mr. Fetterman, a 15 second follow up to what he just said about you. 
again, it's it's remarkable. He hasn't really had any answer that he actually had about that. In his, he doesn't want to talk about having somebody having a living wage and having somebody able to survive again. And I want to come back to you now, Mr. Oz, for a quick follow-up. What do you say to those Pennsylvanians that he just spoke of that are trying to survive on seven twenty-five an hour, which is less than all of our neighbors? You have thirty seconds. Oh, I don't think you should have to survive on seven twenty-five an hour. I want the minimum wage up as high as it can go. I want to highlight that I have an agenda for prosperity, unlike John Fetterman. I want us all getting paid a lot more than $15. And I answered your question directly in a way that would preserve business owners, job creators, so they thrive, and we'd have lots more employees entering the workforce and then prospering, getting paid $25, $35, $45 an hour. But we're never going to get there if we don't unleash our energy. And John Fetterman's stubbornness on calling it a stain on Pennsylvania is an insult to those workers. To be clear, you said you want people making a lot more, but that's not through a federal law of minimum wage that's through market forces market forces should drive okay. it up anyway and it's already done that thank you. you know you should be able to get paid much more than 15 dollars an hour thank you lisa all right thank you gentlemen another big issue for voters is abortion mr oz we will begin with you you say that you're pro-life but you do support abortion exceptions in the cases of rape incest and to protect the life of the mother aside from those three exceptions should abortion be banned in america 60 seconds there should not be involvement from the federal government and how states decide their abortion decisions. As a physician, I've been in the room when there's some difficult conversations happening. I don't want the federal government involved with that at all. I want women, doctors, local uh, political leaders, letting the democracy that's always allowed our nation to thrive, to put the best ideas forward so states can decide for themselves. Contrast that with my opponent, John Fetterman, who on this debate stage said that he would demand federally mandated rules for all states they have to follow that would allow abortion at 38 weeks on the delivery table and it would force it to be subsidized by taxpayers across the country no matter what their personal beliefs are that's radical that's extreme that is out of touch with what the average voter in pennsylvania believes is appropriate now ironically john Fetterman has been running ads on this topic dishonest ads i need to correct the record they were so bad they got pulled off television stations i've got even on this station he was running dishonest ads that i had pulled off I haven't had a single ad pulled down. My ads tell the truth. John Fetterman's are a fiction of his imagination. All right. I'm going to let Mr. Fetterman respond specifically about the ads being pulled off the air, and then we will return to you, Mr. Oz. Mr. Fetterman. Yeah. I want to look into the face of every woman in Pennsylvania. You know, if you believe that the choice of your reproductive freedom belongs with Dr. Oz, then you have a choice. But if you believe that the choice for abortion belongs between you and your doctor, that's what I fight for. Roe v. Wade, for me, is should be the law. He celebrated when Roe v. Wade went down, and my campaign would fight for Roe v. Wade, and if given the opportunity to codify it into law. All right. Thank you, Mr. Fetterman. Going back to you, I want to circle back to something that you said, Mr. Oz. You mentioned the decision to regulate abortion should be something that is left up to the states. Now, Republican Senator Lindsey Graham has introduced a federal bill to ban abortion after 15 weeks. I know that you've been asked about this question before. If the vote were held today, you were elected senator, you're on the Senate floor, the clerk calls you, there's a roll call vote. Are you a yay or a nay? How would you vote on the Lindsey Graham bill? You have 30 seconds. Lisa, I don't even need 30 seconds. I'll give you a bigger answer. I am not going to support federal federal rules that block the ability of states to do what they wish to do. The abortion decision should be left up. 
Where's Sean? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I think we cut out here. I'll provide some commentary then, I guess, until we get this thing back when it comes to abortion. But as you can see, everybody, <clears throat> what's happening here with, uh, you know, uh, Congressman Zeldin's answer is very similar to, to Dr. Oz's answer, even though they're different races and different, you know, government levels here. You know, these the Republicans are being painted right now, Oz and Zeldin, as if they are super pro-life. Um, they are so far right on the topic of abortion. They want to get rid of abortion because that is something that you have their Democratic opponents wanting to shove down their throats Who's on. Uh, when in reality, you know, you have Oz's answers and you have Zeldin's answers being quite moderate, not really that extreme. Um, but you will have millions of dollars, both in Pennsylvania and New York, shoved in these campaigns to try to make the opposition look Uh-oh. as radical as possible. That's a shame. I thought you left us, darling. Yeah, Sean. It was. It was. What's buffering. going on here? It's buffering. No we gotta talk it's about Fetterman's neck. That's all I want to know about. Screw policies. What the hell is on his neck? I can't hear. I don't know about you. I can't hear it either. Oh, my God. Yeah, I want to not, hear this train wreck. They're not running this very well because uh, uh, people were put typing F in the chat in their uh, stream. I thought it was just ours. <laughs> All right. Let, let's try it again. Fetter. Yeah, yeah. They're, so they're typing in the chat. I'm, like, refreshing in case it's me, but it's, like, sound is gone. Yeah, they're uh, local Pittsburgh really messing this one up. Is there another feed of it? Uh, no, not that I've been able to find. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's good. It's good that they have the live chat enabled because uh, it's definitely them. Maybe somebody here Ooh. in the audience can try to find an answer of alternatives. That this is, is this is basically this is basically interpretive performance art. That's like a depiction of inside Fetterman's brain. This is what it looks like. Uh, yeah, he he can't hear sound. That is true. <laughs> Um, you know, what's funny is that the, uh, they, this is the debate. Like there's no like alternative stream because this one has over 50,000 people watching live. Ah, gotcha. Oh my God. But yeah, the, they are going really hard on the abortion. Uh, Oz really going, really going into the, it's a state's rights issue. I can respect that. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I've been helping out with some congressional. Uh, elections, volunteering uh, on, as a committeeman for congressional elections in New York. And the answer in the debates that the, the Republicans have given to Democratic opposition is that overall, abortion is a New York state issue now. It's not a federal issue. It's not an issue that anybody's going to be uh, really discussing much within the halls of Congress. There's a Supreme Court decision. People is that in the chat? Over trying there's, to save literally, Fetterman. there's no sound. Like, they're trying to save Fetterman. <laughs> oh my God! What a what a disaster! I, I just can't believe Democrats actually found someone who could make Doctor Oz look good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we should we should we should talk about how like Doctor Oz not not the best candidate, but somehow he is lucking himself into winning this race, like riding the red wave. Hmm. But uh, yeah, no, I, I don't. This I think he's uh, taking advantage of 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 um, you know the of similar strategies to what President former President Trump did, 
right? Using um, his celebrity, using the brand name that he created um, through the media to uh, to run for office. That's actually a really good point, because when Trump ran in 2016, I didn't trust him and I thought he would get into office and do the exact yeah. opposite of what he said. And I was wrong. So maybe I'll be wrong because that's exactly what I think about Dr. Oz. So maybe I'll well, be wrong. That he was I'm so going to try, I'm gonna try to refresh this. See what's level. up. Um, yeah, hopefully that works. Let's... When the trailers. Go- I can hear the ad. So <laughs> like the ads playing, but I have to mute it because that's music in it. Oh, here we go. And we're done. I like how the dislikes are disabled for this and you can't even see them on YouTube. Disabled by owner. Yeah, they're they're really with the no sound. They've lost 10,000 people. There's no other people are like typing. People are such trolls. There's no sound. We can't hear sound. A bunch of people can't hear sound. And people are saying turn up the volume in the uh, in the thing. I you know Anything? They heard Fetterman speak, and they were like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" Maybe, maybe it's uh, on their Pittsburgh News website. I'm looking. I'm looking, folks. I'm looking. I'm trying to save it. I'm trying to save the show. I completely agree with what Rex said in the chat that I would totally expect Dr. Oz once he gets in to support red flag laws and a bunch of stuff, but he's all we got, you know? Uh, An unreliable potential friend is better than a sworn enemy who can't even form sentences. Yeah, I mean, like... Okay, somebody has put in a link in the chat. Let me see if I can hold that. Uh, I'm gonna have to check the link first because I've learned my lesson about clicking questionable yeah. links on YouTube. Watch it be like a watch. Watch it be like you getting Rickrolled live on air. <laughs> somebody, somebody was telling me to stream snipe somebody else covering the debate, which is making me laugh. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm not gonna. Do, I'm, um, somebody said it's working on Timcast. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna watch Timcast. <laughs> Like, that's not an insult against Tim Pool. I'm just not going to stream snipe him. Okay, whoever threw that link, can you throw it again? It's Pornhub. Oh, no, I see it right there. Come on. Where's this coming from? Please don't be Timcast. Don't let me down. You're going to lose your wrench if this is Timcast. Oh, okay. Somebody's asking, is Hassan streaming? Stream snipe him. <laughs> okay, I got the... Alright, I'm going to set His it up. His name is Jake's nephew. Alright, we're bringing it up. You saved the stream. Yes. Oh, I want to hear this train wreck. I supported any of that thing. You know, he keeps talking about Bernie Sanders. You know, Three years, three years ago, he was on his show and he hugged him. He 83 said, I people watching, meaning you know we're, we're, we're 10xing them right you, now, guys. You live in Vermont instead of Pennsylvania and run against Bernie Sanders because all you can do is talk about Bernie Sanders because my truth is is that healthcare is a basic fundamental right. 
And I believe in expanding my that. Truth? And I believe about supporting right. care, the kind of health care that saved my life. Thank Dennis, you very that was much. dishonest. He, he explicitly supported socialized Mr. Honest, medicine. We have Bernie a lot Sanders. of topics to get but to. We I think we did it. Lisa, on. you go ahead. We are going to move on to the next topic. And this has come up earlier. And that is the um, issue of fracking. He can't afford me. So the only trails Texas in terms of natural gas production. Both of you have taken shifting positions on the issue of fracking. Mr. Oz, we begin with you. Guys, be nice to. You wrote a column in 2014 calling for no fracking pending health study results. But in a video posted on social media in March, you said, quote, natural gas guarantees high paying skilled jobs right here in Pennsylvania. This is why Dr. Oz so back off because Biden, he's in favor of all give this left freedom crap to frack. Mm-hmm. Mr. Oz, please explain that changing position. 60 seconds. I've been very consistent. Fracking has been demonstrated. It's a very old technology to be safe. Uh, it is a lifeline for this Commonwealth to be able to build wealth, similar to what they've been able to achieve in other states. For that reason, I strongly support Fracking, drilling, the piping of that natural gas. He in wants fact, to I pipe that natural gas. In Philadelphia so we can export right, right. it uh, to our allies and help them, the ones that are struggling now in Eastern and Western Europe Damn. because of the Ukrainian war. John that would Fetterman be, that would calls be. fracking a stain on Pennsylvania. He says that he would sign a moratorium to ban its per- continued use. He, he, he's against pipelines. He voted or against. supported the vote against the Keystone Pipeline that against. ended up shutting it down. He supports Canadians to ban on public lands, which are our lands, all of our lands together. This is a extreme position on energy. If we Orange, we're going to read the chats after the show. It would help everybody. Why John Fetterman is so rigidly stuck on fighting against uh, energy companies is, stu- is stunning to me because it's the jobs I want. Tens of thousands of high-paying jobs to help Pennsylvania. Thank you, Mr. Oz. You would frack that Oz pipe hard. Mr. Fetterman, you know, I absolutely support fracking. In fact, I That's live across true. the street from a, the, a steel mill. And they were going to frack to create their own energy in order to make them more competitive. And I support that living closer to anybody else in Pennsylvania for fracking to myself. I believe that we need independence with energy. And I believe I've walked that line my entire career. I believe Democrats. Mr. Fetterman, I do have a specific question, which you can continue on this topic. But you have made two conflicting statements regarding fracking. In a 2018 interview, you said, quote, I don't support fracking at all. I never have. This month, you told an interviewer, quote, I support fracking. I support the energy independence that we should have here in the United States. So, Mr. Fetterman, please explain your changing position. You see, my polling seconds. numbers were going down. Uh, I've, I've always supported fracking. And with I my mental faculties. independence with our energy is, is critical. And we can't be held, you know, talk about Dr. Oz living in Jersey like Russia. You know, I've always believed that energy independence is critical, and I've always believed that, and I do support fracking. I've never taken any money from their 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 industry, but I support how critical it is that we produce our own energy and create energy independence. I must correct the record. Uh, uh, Just a second, Mr. Oz. I do want to clarify something. You're saying tonight that you support fracking, that you've always supported fracking. But there is that 2018 interview that you said, quote, I don't support fracking at all. So how do you square the two? Listen, I had a stroke. Uh, I, I, I do support fracking and I don't I don't. I support fracking 
and I stand and <laughs> oh I. Oh my God! Okay, offering. I'm sorry, Lisa. There's not just a statement you read. There are multiple there's pictures uh, of him signing. We a have to go. We have to move on. But we I, have I, to get the fundamentals of the truth out we, here. John Fetterman over and over topics. again took positions against energy. We have a lot of topics. You will have a chance to have that in your. Give me one one comment. Then the energy industry is living in fear of John Fetterman. I want to know Mr. Ross, we want to now turn to public safety. Go on. Republicans have called you dangerously soft on crime. The Pennsylvania State Troopers Association up the has brothers. endorsed Democrat Josh Shapiro for governor. But in this race, it endorsed your Republican opponent, Mr. Oz. What is your response to those endorsements? And what is your response to accusations that you are, quote, dangerously soft on crime? You have 60 seconds. I, I, I believe that I run on my record on crime. You know, I ran to be mayor back in 2005 in order to fight gun violence, and that's exactly what I did. And working with the police and working with our community, I was say I was able to stop gun violence for five and a half years he, as mayor. He, he stopped gun violence since my time as as mayor because I'm the only person on this stage right now that has con, con, was successful about pushing back against gun violence and being the community more safe. You know, all he's done is just put a plan up on his website in the last 24 hours. He has no experience. He has never made any attempt to try to address crime during his entire career, except showing up for photo ops here in Philadelphia. I will give you 15 seconds to respond to that, and then I have a question. He had no murders the, in the this town order of police from Braddock, the small town he represented, endorsed me. They supported me because what he's saying is not true. Violence skyrocketed in Braddock. I mean, the town wasn't in a good shape when John got there. It got worse when he was there. People kept leaving. So, of course, you're going to have uh, you know all kinds of barrier aberrations. But, John, the okay. city was dangerous under your leadership. And that's they get an to this past summer? Congress passed the first gun control bill in decades that would not have I need a drink without the support right. of the man you are running to replace Pat yeah, Toomey. How would you have voted on that bill? And would you continue to yeah, legacy here, by as the being one of the lead Dang Republicans line. in Congress on pushing for gun reforms? You have 60 seconds. I have been supported by Pat Toomey. I've enjoyed working with him. I think he's done a wonderful job. There are parts of that bill that I like a lot. Yeah. For example, I like the fact that there are background checks that are being strengthened now so we can make sure that people who should not have guns don't get guns. I also like the fact that there was a lot of money invested for mental health, uh, which is an important part of the equation. I've been to Philadelphia. I've done prayer vigils with black clergy leaders who are desperately trying to save the people in their community. Half the murders in Philadelphia are committed by people under 18. We have got to get mental health services to these people, and it's, it's not, not happening now. Health. A part of the problem is that we have taken away the ability of police to do their job, and that's on John Fetterman. Cheers, Mike. Because John Fetterman has taken such a harsh position against them. He's undermined them at every level, taken away some of their funding. He's um, pushed for Krasner, who he admires tremendously, and he's spoken highly of him just this week. Uh, he's taken his policies to a new extreme. He argued that people should be let out of jail without any bail, no matter what they did to get in there. He's argued to release one third of all prisoners, one third of all prisoners out of touch. Quickly, 15 seconds. Would you have voted for that 
Pat Toomey supported bill. If you I would have tried to improve that bill. There are things that I think most of us appreciate. I wasn't there at the time, so I can't speak to what was possible. Uh, but I do know there are parts of that bill that do make sense. And the ones I described should be followed. Let's see how it works out. Okay. Thank you. Lisa. On to our next issue, and that is illegal immigration. It has been a problem in the United States for decades, but it is now spiking. U.S. Customs and Border Protection just released numbers from fiscal year 2022. They show more than 2.7 million. He didn't bring up that Fetterman released a bunch of killers as Lieutenant Governor. He pushed for their release. Mr. Oz, beginning with you. Republican governors in the South have been sending migrants to Democratic run cities and states without a plan or without any coordination. It is certainly gaining a lot of attention, but is it an effective way to deal with the influx of migrants? You have 60 seconds. Lisa, we have a catastrophe at the border, and we should not have sanctuary cities, as John Fetterman has tried to introduce. But I've been into the parts of Philadelphia and Allentown and Reading, where we have large Latino populations. I understand the challenges of the of the border. My <sighs> father was an immigrant. My mother were immigrants. You know, I understand what legal immigration offers us, but the completely... A porous, open nature of our border, which John Fetterman... He just randomly brought up Latinos. This is how you know Oz isn't ready for prime time. With cartels profiting, with human trafficking operations. They take the money, they buy narcotics from China, and bring that into China. our country. And it's making every state China. a border state. Pennsylvania is already a border state because we're top three in the country in fentanyl overdoses. Lisa, I can't go anywhere where in giving a big event where I don't meet multiple people who say their personal lives have been destroyed because of fentanyl overdoses. Yet John Fetterman not only wants an open border, not only supports sanctuary cities, but he wants to legalize all hard drugs in America, including narcotics. That is, I mean, out of touch with everybody. That radical position was tried in Oregon, which he endorsed. 50% homicide increase rate. Oh, one moment. I will give a 15-second rebuttal. Yeah. That that is again the Oz rule. That is just not. Get us to that, Sam. Uh, you know the Oz here, rule. His his family's company was it was levied the largest fine for immigration hiring of of hiring immigrate uh, illegals. <laughs> oh you know, my god! And I think you should sit this one out about in terms of what a a, sore, a, a secure border. That was his zinger. Right. We do have a follow up specifically for you, Mr. Fetterman. Vice President Kamala Harris says. The southern border border is secure, yet we are seeing an unprecedented number of migrants crossing. Is the border secure? And if not, what would you do to fix what both parties are calling a crisis? You have 60 seconds, Mr. Fetterman. You know, I believe that uh, I believe that uh, a secure border is can be compatible with compassion. I believe we need a comprehensive and bipartisan solution for immigration. That, that's what I believe. I don't ever recall in the Statue of Liberty did they say, you know, oh, the Statue of Liberty. Take our tired huddle masses and put them on a bus okay? and you shoot political stunts about them. I believe we have to develop a comprehensive and bipartisan solution. We all know the Constitution is subordinate to a poem on the support of the Statue of Liberty. Our nation. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. On to the but next John's issue. John's not addressing the, uh, the elephant in the room. Fentanyl. On. We have to move on to the next issue. We will be getting turning, back on that. Turning now to foreign policy. Oh, my Mr. God. Orange Fetterman. Ninja Turtle. What Jesus. do you believe is the greatest We're foreign threat on. to the United States of America? You have 60 seconds. I, b- I believe, I, I believe, you know, is, is right now is, is China. I believe China is not our friend. Oh. And I believe that we can't be able to push back and we That's need to stand right. against China. He should, I believe he should have said Turkey because they sent us Dr. Oz. To, uh, manufacture all of his merchandise on his name on it in China. Which one of us on this stage is going to stand up against and stand firm against China? You know, uh, and I believe that's our single 
biggest issue right now to make sure that we address Say China, one more China time. Yes. and make sure that we know that it's not our friend. Mr. Oz, what do you believe yeah. is the greatest foreign not, not threat bad. to the United States of America? You have 60 seconds. The fact that our country is not projecting strength. Take, for example, what we're doing with Iran in order to try to get them to give us a little oil so we can deal with the catastrophe that Russia has caused. Um, we have gone to them and tried to sign a, a deal that would allow them once again to have the nuclear power to blow up Israel, which they promised they would do. John Fetterman supports that deal. It doesn't make any sense for America to treat our enemies better than our allies. We have to message with our strong voice and the energy we have in our country that we have control over our future. The best way for America to establish its dominance is to unleash the energy here in Pennsylvania did, and across did, the country. Did John Fetterman stumble into a better answer than Dr. Oz? With local jobs and inflation, but we're destroying our ability to remain energy dominant and... We're not able to become allies like we should be for countries like European nations, which are going to struggle their, with their coldest winter ever. It's the best way to punch Putin back and to teach China lesson is American energy to reign supreme. And John Fetterman doesn't like American energy, and they are scared of him because they know they can't trust him. He's proven it. Punch Putin back. All right, on to our next issue. In our recent Next Star poll, a hypothetical rematch between Joe Biden and Donald Trump in 2024 – would be a statistical tie Who in Pennsylvania. 46% of people said they would vote for former President Trump, 45% for President Biden. Mr. Oz, would you support a Trump 2024 Who run in more seconds? I'll support whoever the Republican Party puts up. Uh, and I have reached out across the aisle on my campaign because I want to bring balance to Washington. And I've tried to work with oh, the avatar. And Republicans and people in the middle, people on shore, people who forgot, people who got angry with where their party was headed. I want to bring us together to make this country do what it's always been able to do. Unify, not divide and address the problems as a surgeon is in the OR. That's what I do. I just oh. fix the big problem in front of me. John Fetterman, however, cannot go to Washington and work with the other side because he doesn't even get along with his own side. He criticized Joe Biden for not spending enough money and not sidling up close enough to Bernie Sanders. He says he won't work with Joe Manchin. He said, if you vote, if you like Joe Manchin, don't vote for me. So if you're picking fight with your own party, you're not going to be able to reach across the aisle well, to the other side. Like His extreme positions have made it untenable for Republican lawmakers. Someone in Washington who understands the importance of balance, sensible decision making, and a common sense approach to the challenges that we all face. That's not John Fetterman. Uh, Mr. Oz, uh, Donald Trump has supported you. He has endorsed you. Why won't you fully commit to supporting him in 2024? Oh, I do. I would support Donald Trump if he decided to run for president. All right. But this is bigger than one candidate. This is a much bigger story about how we are going to build a bigger tent to let more Americans feel safe. Are you concerned about the ongoing legal investigations involving the former president? 30 seconds, sir. I haven't followed them very carefully. I've been campaigning pretty aggressively. Not a bad way to get paid, right? Trump? I have tremendous confidence in the I American guess. legal system. And but I believe law and order is talking about that topic. There's one person on this stage who's broken the law, we believe. John Fetterman took a shotgun, chased a unarmed African-American man, and put the gun, apparently, according to that man, to his chest. Democrats John, are the real the racist. Uh, they let you go. You were the mayor at the time. Why haven't you apologized to that unarmed, innocent black man who you put a he shotgun to? He didn't do nothing. All right. We will allow a 30-second response to that, Mr. I, I have very mixed feelings on this. To the incident in Braddock. I I made the opportunity to defend my community as the, the chief law enforcement officer there. Everybody in Braddock, uh, you're the mayor, you weirdo. Uh, community of, of black 
uh, community all understood community what happened. Of black. You know, they uh, they understood what happened, and everybody agreed that. And nobody believes that it was anything about me making a split second decision to to defend our community as well. Why not apologize, uh, 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 Mr. Oz? Please, uh, we we are still with Mr. Fetterman. Turning to you right now, you support a Biden run. Do you support a Biden run in 2024? Why in 60 seconds? Uh, that's obviously it's up to his choice whether he you know and if he does choose to run i would absolutely support him but ultimately that's ultimately only his choice all right thank you mr fetterman a follow-up question on this our next star poll shows 51 percent of pennsylvania voters disapprove of the president's job performance you have publicly supported many of his policy positions are there any that you disagree with 30 seconds not communist enough yeah no, I, I just believe he needs to do more about supporting uh, and fighting about in, in inflation. Uh, and I, I do believe he can do more about that. But uh, at, at the end of the day, I think Joe Biden is a good, good family man. And I believe he stands for the union way of life. And I believe that employment, unemployment is already down to the lowest level in the last 50 years. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Dennis. Let's turn now, gentlemen, to the issue of Social Security. It is only fully funded through 2034. Many Americans are worried that they will never receive their full benefit or have to accept cuts to their benefits. Mr. Fetterman, how are you going to make sure it is there for them? You have 60 seconds. We need to make sure that Dr. Oz and the Republicans believe in cutting Medicare and Social Security. I believe that they have to support and expand Social Security. And if somebody sends to send me to Washington, D.C., I would support and stand and to support security, uh, social. social security. Okay, thank you, Mr. Oz. Same support question to you. Security. How are you going to make sure too. that social security is available for future Americans? You have 60 seconds. We made a deal with the wonderful seniors of our nation. They worked their hearts out. They paid into a program. No one's going to touch it on my watch except to make sure that it's stronger than it is right now. Social Security, Medicare, which I know a lot about as a doctor, are a fundamental uh, element of security for our seniors, and they deserve to feel like they're valued by our nation. John Fetterman, again, has been running ads and saying that I'm against those. With no against, he really can't say against. It's weird what I'm saying to you on this stage. But in an effort to fear monger with people who are older and can be taken advantage of, he'll run these ads. John, it's reprehensible, but it's also reflective of your approach to doing these things. You haven't shown up on the campaign trail. We're never going to get an answer on Social Security. Once on the campaign trail, you haven't answered questions from media. It's running out of money. What are you going to do? Nobody wants to touch it. Just to show off that you could do it. And this is the only debate I could get you to come to talk to me on. And I had to beg on my knees to get you to come. And if it wasn't for Dennis probably getting involved, don't talk I don't about think begging on your knees. Seniors What's wrong need to with know you? more about your radical left positions, and I need to be able to tell them about my positions. That's what democracy is built on. We exchange ideas, the voters decide. You have hidden from M- Mr. Oz. I'm going to let you have 15 seconds in a moment, Mr. Fetterman. But can you give us a specific example of what you would do to protect Social Security? Uh-huh. Well, for one, we have to make sure that it adequately increases with the higher inflation rates that we have. So we've got to make that 4% of wasted money that right now is in the budget uh, redirected appropriately. And one of the first places that I would use it is Social Security and Medicare. And here's the reason. One of the worst things we can do to a a people is give them bad quality uh, uh, care. And so if you have if you have people, yeah, they go hard with the bell in this one. They can't afford it. They'll get sicker. Bad medicine means more cost. No one benefits. Thank you, Mr. Fetterman. He said a few things a moment ago. I want to give you 15 seconds to respond. That's right. 
Now, again, I just can't I can't just say one thing other than that Dr. Oz would not support and he would support cutting <laughs> Medicare. And that's the John, question. Why do you say it's, that? I've never it's, said it's, that. It's the question is Social Security. In fact, you okay. would have voted against the, the Inflation right. Reduction Act, which has dropped our, our prescription drugs. And oh. he doesn't believe. Okay, gentlemen. What's that have on. to Listen. do with the price right, of tea in China? We are moving on to the topic of education. The cost of college tuition is now out of reach for many, many families. Our question is for both of you. We start with Mr. Oz. What is your plan to bring down the cost we'll of higher smirk. education long term? You have one minute. <laughs> I worked in academic medical centers my whole life, so I'm in higher education. And I can tell you the reason that the prices have gone up sixfold in the last 40 ring, years ring is not bell. because the education quality is better. We've added ultra, extra layers of middle-level uh, middle individuals who don't actually improve the quality education, in my opinion. There's a lot of expenses now incurred by these institutions, and it's not right for the American people to be stuck with the bill. I would push them to offer more electronic classes. Half the kids don't live on campus anyway. John Fetterman's approach, however, is not to deal with the unnecessarily high cost, but just to pay it. So if you want to pay students who didn't pay their loans back. Basically, what John Fetterman and Joe Biden are, 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 are arguing for is for plumbers who I didn't hate go Dr. to college Ross. and couldn't, for a bunch of reasons, afford too, it. But to pay I like him now. They haven't paid their debt back. I don't think that's He's like, please ring American the bell because I'm we stumbling. Want a fair system. Drop the cost He's down. He's such a politician. value for the money we're spending. And then ensure there's a How hard is it to say the federal government is bidding up the cost of tuition? All right. I will allow a 15-second rebuttal specifically on the issue of student loan debt, which uh, Mr. Oz was referring to. Mr. Fetterman. Student uh, loan debt's bad. Dr. Oz, you know, loves free free money when it's a, a half a million dollar tax break on one of his, you know, homes down in a ranch in Florida. <laughs> And whether it was a $50 tax break, you know, about his farm in Montgomery County. So it's about supporting and helping, you know, young earners, excuse me, young, young, young young students to to give them a break. I believe that that supporting. uh, All right. Let me just ask specifically. She's like, enough, man. Plan to um, ease student loan debt, the debt forgiveness of $10,000. Twenty thousand dollars for Pell Grant recipients. Do you support that position? I, I I do absolutely support that. I believe, like I said, uh, it's about helping y- young learners, you know, be able to get a better start, you know, getting uh, off uh, in the, the start of their life. And I, I do believe that, and I believe a, ma- a majority of Americans support that as well too. Helping, they don't. helping young. He will help you get off. I want to ask you the same question that I asked Mr. Oz, and what is your plan to bring down the cost of higher education? Why you got to ask him that? That's cruel and unusual punishment. I don't think he he didn't answer he didn't answer the the, the question whatsoever. I I did answer the question. I believe. believe, Mr. Oz, please give him uh, a moment. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't. I I I fundamentally believe that every quality public university education should be very affordable uh, in, in every state. And I think that needs to be... Uh, How would you bring down the cost? I believe it should you know, be affordable. Sure Have you thought about that? Able to afford to go <laughs> to get a four-degree uh, university degree, you know, at, say at Penn State or at Pitt or any state schools to make it much more affordable. And that means inquiring a significant investment to make sure and create it affordable that every family can afford. How exactly, Mr. Federman, do you propose doing that to make it more affordable for a fam- for families? 
No, I, I just believe. I just making it that much more. Oh, it, it, I just it, it, too much. And I believe providing the resources to to reduce the tuition allow families to be able to afford it. This guy went to Harvard. All right, we have a follow up question. Oh, this one now is for. Looks like he wants to get off the stage. Like he doesn't even nurse from Conneautville near Erie. Yeah, sounds fun. And is a vocational educational instructor for a university and a practicing. I just believe it should be affordable. Nurse. How would you make it affordable? I believe. If you were elected, could you please tell me what you would be doing for vocational education in the state of Pennsylvania as well as our nation? What's with the party city? If elected, what would you do for vocational education? You have 30 seconds. I've visited vocational schools. I have an answer. But, John, because obviously I wasn't clear enough for you to understand this, there's no question that cutting out the middle levels of higher education and Providing digital programs would reduce the cost of education. It's a concrete set of ideas that I'd like to move Not on. Middle with regard to administrators, education, say really administrators, you for us to allow our Luke. trade unions to get closely linked, more closely linked with uh, the vocational schools. I was in a vocational school in Westmoreland, and they had about a thousand kids. They could take two thousand kids. Funding those programs is the smartest way to invest our tax dollars. We'll turn out twice as many children who have a job as soon as they graduate. It supports our trade unions who want those kids in their positions anyway. It makes the whole program work. Thank you, Mr. Oz. Mr. Fetterman, if elected, what would you do for vocational education? You have 30 seconds. Again, I I think it's it's just the same the way uh, university for degrees as well, too. Supporting that and partnering with the the unions and making sure that vocation training are as, 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 uh, as affordable and providing the resources to make sure everyone has the opportunity. Going to college isn't the right choice for, for every person, you know, but going to those kind of vocational schools and able to create a career oh, that's the way to, excuse me, to wane, uh, reach a lot of a uh, high salary and then again supporting to reduce those costs are critical too. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. This is a snuff film. Members of Congress, specifically Democrats, have called for the Supreme Court to be expanded. Candidates, we want to know where you stand on this. Mr. Fetterman, should the Supreme Court be expanded? And if so, by how many justices? You have 60 seconds. I I don't believe. I I don't stand and I don't believe in that. You know, I fundamentally believe that even though I don't agree with the ideological breakup uh, of the Supreme Court, you know, I believe it, it's not about changing the rules. It's about acknowledging where we're at, much the way the Republicans want to try to change the Constitution about how our Supreme Court in Pennsylvania is going to be done. And I don't support that. So I think it's it's critical that we be c- consistent. And I do not believe in supporting the uh, Supreme Court. Mr. Oz, same question to you. Should the Supreme Court be expanded? If so, by how many justices? You have 60 seconds. I would never touch the makeup of the Supreme Court, and I would uh, advocate to leave it the exact same size it is. But John Fetterman's radical positions have spilled over into what he would do in Washington. One of the first things he has said, and he came back to the campaign trail, is that he wanted to bust the filibuster, which means removing the, the brakes on the Senate overreacting. That's, that's, that's true. That is that is true. But if you do that, then you would free up the Democrats in the Senate without getting the normal amount of votes to actually expand the Supreme Court, add more states, do things that are detrimental to the well-being of the country. So I think and your first day back arguing that we should get rid of the filibuster is a dangerously radical move that would hurt Washington. It's not in our nation's best interest. Thank you both very much.
All right. At Expand this time, the court. We, we are ready for our closing statements. You each have 90 seconds to get Pennsylvanians to vote for you on election day. He has to talk for 90 seconds straight. 90 seconds. Oh, my God. Once again, I would just like to say that I, my campaign is all about fighting for anyone in Pennsylvania that ever got knocked down, that had to get back up again. You know, I'm also fighting for any forgotten community all across Pennsylvania that ever got knocked down, that had to be made to get back up. And I've made my entire career dedicating to those kinds of pursuits. I started as a GED instructor back in, in Braddock over 20 years ago because I believe it's about serving Pennsylvania, not about using Pennsylvania for Dr. Oz lives in New Jersey. Say it. Interests as well. Uh, to me, careers are revealed uh, by your, your real underlying values. And my values have always been about fighting for. for He's literally He's never had a job, though. All right. Until he was mayor. His parents Mr. were giving him 50 grand thought. a year. I love traveling to the four corners of the beautiful Commonwealth. And I've heard your problems. I'm a surgeon, doctor. I listen to what you say, and I'm trying to help address them today. I've talked to seniors worried their social security checks didn't go far enough with the rate of inflation. I've talked to couples who want to make their first down payment on a new house and they can't afford it anymore because of interest rates. I've talked to families. You want to cut Social Security. Mr. Federman, it's his turn for his closing. That was so random. Families worried about fentanyl showing up in their mailbox and (laughs) literally taking the lives of their children who they find blue in bed. I've talked to families who won't let their kids go outside because of the crime wave that's in facilitated by left radical policies like the ones John Fetterman has been advocating for. But here's the deal. Right? None of this has to happen. This is all very addressable. He, he just remembered they were talking about Social Security 15 we minutes ago. We take problems, we focus on them, and we fix them. We do it by uniting, by coming together, not dividing. And by doing that, we can get ahead. But I've got one question to challenge you with, just one question. If you take what I'm saying to heart, ask yourself this and others in your family. Are you unhappy with where America's headed? I am. And if you are as well, then I'm the candidate for change. I'm a living embodiment of the American dream. I believe we're the land of opportunity, the land of plenty. I believe we can balance a budget without recklessly spending. I believe we can have an unleashed energy policy that helps us all. I believe that we can have safe city streets and a secure border so legal immigrants can come across, but you shut the fentanyl out. I believe we can give parents choice where their kids go to school. We can have affordable health care. But most of all, I believe in you and you. And if we can do this together, and we can, I would ask for your vote on election day. I believe I can fly. We do have one final question. I believe I can do anything that a man with two testicles can do. Tonight and on Sunday, they will be on Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia as the state's two NFL teams go head-to-head. Mr. Fetterman, Steelers or Eagles? More football. (laughs) Clearly, always for the Steelers. Glenda or Alphabet? Gentlemen, thank you both so much. I wanted to hear that answer, Mike. We do want to thank our candidates for being with us, Mr. Fetterman and Mr. Oz, and for all of you at home who have been watching. Thank you so much. And we want to thank our team. All right. So if if the Steelers win, then Oz loses. And if the Eagles win, who Oz picked, then Fetterman loses. There you go. That's Boom. that's the right. I don't know right what there. that means, but genius sure. political science right there. They were asking them because they there's two NFL teams in Pennsylvania. They're asking which one because they're going up against each other is going to win, or mm. that they're rooting for. Oh, I knew that. 
Yeah, that was that was bad. And I know I was thinking I believe I could fly. Somebody wrote that in the chat with uh with Dr. Oz saying he believes I mean he was trying to close on a on a positive message. Like I don't I don't mind him going for like some kind of aspiration at the end. But what did you guys think? Oh, that, that kind of bored me <laughs> compared to the first that one. Bored you? It bored me a little that bit because that train wreck. Oh, I don't know. I don't. It's not. It's definitely not the bias. Um, I got to say, Fetterman. Fetterman looked like he didn't even want to be there. Fetterman looked like he didn't. He didn't care. He didn't really give a darn about standing up for for his previous statements. You know, compare that to um, Oz who actually was quite passionate, despite the fact that I know there's some disagreement on Oz and his policies here. You know, even even Hogel, even Hogel, you know, in the New York debate, way more passionate than Fetterman was. Even even Hogel, even, even, even Hogel, who Tom can't pronounce her last name, was more passionate. Okay, okay. You know what? Why are we like... I hope she's temporary, because then I don't have to worry about that ever again. Also, it's late, okay? At least late for me, because I've been up since, like, five in the morning. All right. But so let's, oh, let's go. Let, let's go for the overall, and I'll let yeah. Mikey because he's been ready to jump in, and he and Please. we ended up finding the Oz one before he met his before he was able to state. So overall, from the top, New York debate highlights, lowlights, and then same with the uh, with the Pennsylvania. Mike. Oh God! Well, first of all, I just have to say, like, why are we even comparing as horrible as she is, Hogel to Fetterman? I mean, Fetterman, it's like it's like Humpty Dumpty. I mean, there's nothing. It, I, I almost feel sorry for him if he was. If, if there weren't a potential that he could get power and be a vote for Democrats and continue the trajectory of what's happening, I would feel sorry for him. But him and Biden, I'm beyond feeling sorry for. Anyway, though, New York. Um, like I was saying, it's unfathomable. Right, how, how, about, how about we do this? Um, uh, highlights, lowlights for Hochul and Zeldin individually. Like best moment, worst moment. Ooh. Um, Hochul. What would be a highlight for I mean, her teeth didn't fall out. That's a good thing. Her, I don't know, her Botox didn't melt. Uh, what was a good thing about Hochul? Yeah, well, I'm trying how to about, think of that. How about, how about Zeldin, and then we'll go to Thomas, and we'll ask him, because he took yeah. note. Zeldin was pretty – I think Zeldin was good, not – he wasn't spectacular. He very much ran as, like, sort of middle-of-the-road, which I guess is what you have to do here. But he was very strong. I wish he would have taken it to her a lot more on the lockups, on the Supreme Court decision that just happened, that she enforced these mandates over something that we now know – was false pretenses, and they didn't right. even mention that. And they didn't even mention her burying the case against Cuomo. There were a lot of things. So I feel like he was kind of, which is strange because it's kind of a toss-up now, but I feel like he was kind of performing like somebody who knows they're going to win. Like, he didn't really take many chances. Thomas? So when it came to Hogel, I think her best talking points were about marijuana legalization. Uh, this is a losing talking point for Republicans because in the state of New York, mar- recreational marijuana has been legal since April of 2021. Um, and that's not a policy that is going to change either. And not only that, you have a growing segment of libertarians, even social conservatives, who are starting to get more acquainted to and fine with the concept of recreational marijuana being legal, especially since there are plenty of people in rural communities in New York State, from Schoharie County to Broome County to places like Plattsburgh, who have people that are benefiting from marijuana usage. Um, You know, I understand 
where Congressman Zeldin was coming from when it came to all oh, the smell of marijuana and you know wanting a clean environment. I get that. I don't want kids to be exposed to drugs either. I want clean communities free of crime. But simultaneously, we have to be realistic, just like when it comes to the topic of abortion and some of these other social issues. Um, when it comes to marijuana, um, Republicans, especially in the state of New York, need to get on with it and kind of grow up on the topic. Right. I would say I would say um, I, I don't like Zeldin's answer on marijuana because it was like, oh, I walked by and I smelled marijuana outside. It's like, well, people are allowed to smoke outside. Like it comes out very nanny statey. But I don't think marijuana is like a number one issue for New York. For me, abortion, he got a little dodgy and a little questionable. And you would think because this Hochul has two lines of attack, January 6th and abortion, he would be better prepared for that. I think for um for Zeldin, like highlights on crime are strong. Him coming at her about the nursing homes in the end are strong. And even the way that he went after the vaccine mandate and pointed out Hochul was not answering were all good moments for him. And 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 I do think he was taking chances. And to be fair to uh to the legend of Zeldin, he's not like a moderate northeastern Republican. Like, this is a really solid Trump Republican who won in yeah. a blue district in Long Island and held that seat for a few terms. Like, it is unusual for him to be here, and he's running hard on crime. I just wish the crime segment would have lasted a little longer. Well, but- and this is what's so great about Zeldin, Sean. He can have that kind of Trump aesthetic. He, that's why he got the Trump endorsement. But simultaneously, he's able to reach out to moderate Dems. He's able to reach out to apolitical people. This is what's so great about his candidacy. We have the greatest chance— of winning the governor's race in Albany for the first time in, in the greatest rate statistically since the 1990s. And we have to be excited about that. We have to put all of our game in on this. It's why I've been knocking doors and organizing deployments. I would ask as the second question, uh, do you think – so the obviously the momentum, if you look at the polling data, has been pushing Zeldin closer to Hochul. You know, at one point he was down 16 and a lot of polls, he's single digits. And then you have essentially like margin of error type polling, which is amazing for a a Republican in New York. Do you think he gained momentum in this lost momentum or no change at all? And keep in mind, this was a debate that was specifically on the spectrum network and maybe not a lot of people saw it. Mike, I don't know if you want to go first. I would say you gained slightly. I mean, she did nothing to hold push him back. All she has is Trump, January 6th, the illegal gun, the teenagers with the illegal guns in the alleyways. Um, no, I completely agree with you, what you were saying, Thomas, that it's just a stupid issue that Republicans can never show any foresight on. And the ironic thing is, on a personal level, I agree with him. Like, I, I don't like that. But um, it's just so stupid. It was such the wrong answer, and it gave her an opportunity like, and that's the thing. Dr. Oz also is just this, like, boomer, old right type of Republican if he even is one. Like, they just need to move past these things. Yeah. I think... I think overall, this is this is very positive for Zeldin, though. I think, uh, you know, when when the New York Post for a long time, it was only mainly the New York Post coming out with oh, big headlines, Zeldin gaining in the polls, Zeldin gaining in the polls. Now you have various different mainstream media sources. You have various different newspapers galore um, really caring about the fact that Zeldin is really within within like this this close mark to actually potentially winning this election. You have other sources saying that he's even ahead by a few points now. 
Yeah, you know, there's, who there, there's that? one. There's one poll that says he was ahead, and one of the reasons why I've been an early adopter of Zelda. I mean, look, full disclosure, I put money on this race. Like, you know, I I've said that publicly. I have bet money mm-hmm. on Lee Zeldin, and like, and just so you know, the betting odds are up right now. And like, so I I'm not just talking. I'm not just speculating. Like, this is where I'm at, right? And I bought in earlier, so this is where I'm at. Like, you guys all can see it. I'm being transparent and all that. So I put I put my money where my mouth is. But one of the reasons why I felt like New York's gubernatorial race was up for grabs was you look at the New York City mayoral race. And in the Democratic primary, the guy who's running tough on crime wins that primary. Then you have right. the general election. And even though Eric Adams skunked Slilwa... Slow was like a nothing joke meme candidate. He's the he's the head mm-hmm. of the Guardian Angels, the guys who wear the red windbreakers, and yeah. somehow he pulled in more Asian and Hispanic voters than Michael Bloomberg did, and Michael Bloomberg won three times. Like there's obviously like a movement on crime, and I think Zeldin's a better candidate than Silva. I think Hochul's a weaker candidate than Adams, and people are sick of this statewide bail. So that's why I think he had the momentum and he had a chance. But as for this debate, honestly, it's it's a little hit or miss. Like I don't know if he. I I, I think it's probably neutral. It might have done nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It was mostly neutral, but leaning towards him, if anything. I feel like he that he played it a little bit safe, is basically my takeaway. I definitely think it makes sense that Hogel has agreed to this one debate, especially with Spectrum being the network. Um, on Long Island, you have a lot of um, you have a lot of Long Islanders, for instance, that live in very red areas that don't watch spectrum they they watch other channels that are really more localized to my particular area same with areas in upstate new york i don't think there are certain areas in upstate new york that watch spectrum um as a whole so overall like spectrum is really popular in the new york city metropolitan area so overall the debate is being broadcasted to people that are automatically going to vote for Hogel. um and i can see why she was being very strategic with with what she would agree yeah. to and what she wouldn't agree to because she already has such a bad track record, in my opinion, uh, riding on um, Governor Cuomo's failures and, and creating you know extra bad policy um, up until the last minute where she feels like she needs the votes in order to win. So she's going to lift some bands here, lift some yeah. bands there, be quiet about everything else, deny Zeldin, For deny now. Zeldin up until the last minute. The the fact that the fact that um that she's now talking about crime in the 11th hour after going full denial this whole time is definitely a sign that she's feeling the pressure. I think Zeldin did pretty good, but I think they did set up this in such a way that as few people can see it as possible. And, you know, maybe maybe I'll see on Twitter if there's some good highlights that you could cut out for Zeldin out of this. Because remember, it's not about the debates. It's about what you can clip into, like, 30 seconds to send over to your... To your uh, you know, friend or relative or whatever. But I do think it's important that everybody get out in the state of New York and vote for Zeldin. And more, and just as importantly, down the ticket, I don't care who you vote for, for your state senators or whatever. I'm not trying to control that. Like, obviously, I have my preference. But Henry for attorney general needs to beat Letitia James. Like, she might be mm-hmm. worse than Kathy Hochul. So, like, you know, that that's something that needs to happen. Like, and, and New York losing the gubernatorial race the Democrats losing it is a huge deal because it kind of sends a message across the country that these terrible criminal justice policies aren't going to fly anywhere. So that's why I'm really big on this. And it's not a special election like Chesa Budin. It's a regular on year statewide election. So that's why I think it's a huge deal. 
Well, it's why also people need to pay attention to their state Senate and state assembly races. If you're if any New Yorkers are watching here, you know, too often when I, you know, go around suburban areas doing deployments throughout New York State, upstate New York, Long Island, you name it. Um, I only I mainly see Zeldin signs. Sometimes I see congressional signs. So in my districts, you know, I'm in the first congressional district. So you'll see Nicola Loda signs who's running to uh, fill in Zeldin's old seat in Congress. Um, and then uh, in the next district, you have Andrew Garbarino and George Santos and others like very cool. Very cool. that George Santos. The, congressional races, the congressional races are getting a lot of um, a lot of coverage. That's fantastic. State assembly is very important. And depending on your community, it's even more important than Congress. So, you know, if you, there's a local state assembly, congressional, uh, not congressional, a state assembly campaign office near you, go get a state assembly sign and put it on your front lawn. Okay. We need more volunteers as well for these small races, because if we get Lee Zeldin into office in Albany, he's going to need an assembly that'll be able to assist him in passing policies that we like, especially those that are anti-Rome. I want you to vote down ballot R because if you look at all this crazy legislation, it came with one flip of a seat to give the Democrats a supermajority in the state Senate. Right. So I do want you to vote down ballot, but I think you have to send a message to Hochul and you have to send a message to Letitia James. But I just want to bring this up and I showed it a little bit. Look at the way the betting odds are moving for Oz and Fetterman. Jesus. You're going to have to explain betting odds to me. <laughs> so, so essentially, like that good. You, so essentially, you buy shares on predicted, and all the prices are in pennies, right? But, uh, so you can buy at like. So I bought in on Zeldin at fifteen cents. So right now, if I were to sell because it's twenty five cents, I would make you know like five hundred bucks on my investment, right? So you can see right here that Oz has totally flipped it and gone up to 64 cents a share to Fetterman's 40 cents. And you can see right next to it in that red and green number, how much they've moved recently. So it's a total flip. Like Oz's price is up 11 cents and Fetterman's price is down 11 cents. So he's totally like flipped this. So nobody thinks uh, John Fetterman did good in this debate. <laughs> like it's unbelievable. And I did not bet on this race, by the way, I should have. Because I would have sold, because Oz was trailing for a while. Like, you can actually look at the trajectory for the week and, like, how bad it's been. Like, look at this. Ooh. Like, Oz just rocketed up earlier in the week, and it was, it was close. And, like, he's coming back down a little bit, but this is yesterday, and now he's up 10 cents today. And a lot yeah, of this stuff has been happening time. live. Th- that was like watching a snuff film. Yeah. It, uh, it's unbelievable that Democrats actually found somebody so horrible to make Dr. Oz look great. So, so, somebody's asking <laughs> objection relevancy, which is a Daryl Brooks joke. So the betting odds tend to be more accurate than the uh, than the polls because people are willing to put their money on what they're seeing. So, you know, anybody could throw out a prediction, but presumably if you're willing to spend money, you have more confidence in there. So, you know, Oz is uh, doing pretty well. You know, which is amazing because Fetterman was was skunking him earlier in this race. But, you know, he can't talk. So that's kind of a problem. Hey, and, and to be fair, he, he, he can't talk. But, but it's also uh, because the Republicans are carrying Oz. Like Oz is riding the red wave. 
Like it's not the other way around. Like Zeldin, here's here's something interesting. Um, Zeldin is actually leading in every swing county in the governor's race. So Zeldin's coattails are going to push the Congress more Republican, like overall, because he's winning all those counties and down ballot, he's going to get some help. So, you know, somebody says no Hochul Zeldin on predicted. I have it on predicted. I, I already put this earlier. It's right here. I'm right here. See, I'm up like 400 bucks because I bet on this race. And if I if he wins and I hold all my shares and don't sell, I'll get like thirty seven hundred dollars. Damn. Yeah, and I mean, you know, just because Fetterman does not have his mental faculties doesn't mean he can't cause a whole lot of destruction if he gets in office. Just look at Joe Biden. Hmm. Sorry, I missed what you said. I only called the other if we're talking about me. What? I don't know if I don't know if he was talking about me or you. No, no, I heard Mike, and then he finished with Joe Biden. I missed what he said before that. Oh, that just because somebody doesn't have their mental faculties doesn't mean that they can't oh. cause a whole lot of destruction if they get any power. Oh, Absolutely. for sure. Like not being able to talk is not a being able to talk is not a prerequisite. Uh, Roberta Glass, who I should have invited on because she's also a New Yorker and she does a great true crime podcast. Um, and I would I would have liked to get her thoughts. Ooh. Uh, she says that the New York Times headline is ridiculous. Uh, I'm, what is it? I'm hoping I can get that sent. Um, let's see. I'm not sharing my screen, right? Because I, I just popped up in my DMs no. and I don't want you to see all the people that just be dropping their nudes in there. Like, you know. Of course. And that's just me. Oh my god. Let's see. Well, it's like, like what that super chatter said, you know. <laughs> So overall, we're, I do think it's a good number. What happened? We're shipped. Oh my god! <laughs> I, 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 I got I to tell my fiance. That's when you know Sean's uncomfortable. He's like, "Oh my god!" Oh, oh, I see this headline. Are you guys ready? Please don't New York Times screw me over by saying I have to pay for this. Roberta, I, I absolutely love you for bringing this up. Uh. So, oh, no. you guys want to see the New York Times assessment of Fetterman's performance? Let's do it. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. I'm gonna have to refresh it. Uh, you know what? I just go back out to. I, I wish I could find it on Twitter. All right. We're gonna have to look at it real quick before their ad comes in. Can you guys see that? Fetterman's debate challenges, yeah. selling policies, and proving he's fit proving to serve. Proving he's fit to serve, of course. I thought it says he proved he's fit to serve. Maybe that's not that bad. That's just his challenges. Roberta, can you send me the that thing that you were actually about? talking about? I misread that. I dyslexiaed that, guys. It sounds like she's talking about a new one. Yeah, yeah, there's a new one. I No, no, I misread that. I thought it said he proved that he was fit to serve. So, like, dyslexia strikes again. Everybody make fun of me because it's okay to bully people with disabilities. I've made my position clear. Uh, let me just go to their Twitter and see what they got. Um, hmm. I cannot believe that anybody would be so awful that I would be hoping that I would be cheering for Dr. Oz. I know. It's it's yeah. it's weird. Which, by the way, they kept calling him Mister. Notice it's Doctor Jill Biden, but Mister Oz. Yeah. Well, they did call. It's funny because Fetterman forgot that memo, and he kept calling him Doctor. Because I've been pointing out that that's a strategy for a while. Mm-hmm. 
Right, I'm looking for like Roberta's uh Mm. Oh, that was the headline you were talking about. Oh, but they were just saying it's a challenge for him to be fit to serve. Like they weren't actually asserting that. I thought they were asserting that, and I yeah, thought that was wild. But yeah, overall, I think it was a good night from the two debates that we watched for Republicans. I think uh, Zeldin could have hit Hokel harder. Uh, I wish he would have pointed out that under bail reform, if you sell a gun to a minor or possess a gun as a minor which is illegal, you're guaranteed automatic release. Like, I don't know why he didn't, he wasn't prepared for that. Yeah. Uh, and hold a teenage assault weapon uh, possession. Um, that's not the case. Unless you're talking about 18, 19 year olds being able to buy a rifle or a shotgun. You well, know, she, is, that, is that what she was talking about? I Like, she's really choosing her words in a way that um, yeah. that is malicious. She, she is talking about that because you can't you can't buy a gun uh, in this country unless you're 18. Right. Like you have to go through a federally licensed yeah. firearm dealership. We're talking legally anyway. So she was being a weasel about that by calling that teenager. What she meant was 18, as in old enough to vote, old enough to serve in the, military, serve in the military, and all that. And it's not like you know, there's when I, when I was in high school, there's a gun shop you know behind where we're all getting our illegal firearms or our illegal firearms. Gun sales doesn't matter what county you're in in New York State are extremely strict more than more than any other state really in this country. Um, John Stossel did a great segment on trying to get a, a handgun in New York City. It's nearly freaking impossible, and the same can be said in upstate New York and Long Island too. Yeah, some some people say 21 in some states. Yeah, in um, some states, yeah. but I'm saying federal, your minimum is 18. And there's usually more restrictions on pistols because more murders are committed with pistols. I think he could have defended that principle a little bit better and said, you know, I'm looking to protect a legal gun owner's right to keep a gun in their home or whatever, you know, just threw something like that out there. And, um, you know, but I will work to get the illegal guns off the street. I will work to actually make sure that if you sell a gun to a minor, you're not released without any bail. Yeah, makes sense. But he didn't do that. So I was like, uh. Yeah. I think he had a specific set of talking points. His team probably told him to say specific things and not devote too much of his energy on others because of the limited amount of time that Spectrum would give him. Um, I think also, I think he basically figured not, to to be clear, it's not one million self defense shootings. It's one it's it's over one million defensive uses of firearms, and it's really between three hundred thousand and a million, according to the CDC estimate. So that could be like somebody's going to rob you, but you just sh- present the gun and then they run away or right. like you don't actually have to fire it. Yeah, I think Zeldin basically figured he's trending upwards. So just don't rock the boat too much. He had some good moments, but I just wanted to see him give it to her. No, I think I think he did. I think he did win the debate. I think he hit her hard and she was stumbling and she really has, she retreated to the generic talking points more than he did. He had one moment in particular where he mentioned state trooper and then like weirdly was like, my family state trooper. It was like a weird robot moment. And I was like, ugh, like that was, that was icky looking, but you know, it, it, it was not a, it, it, it was not a bad showing for him overall. Um, and they, they hit Hokel pretty hard on a few things. Like the Buffalo Stadium thing, I think the casino thing he totally flubbed because he gave like a non-answer. And it's like there's three permits, if you don't know, for these downstate casinos. 
and they're basically being auctioned off to the highest bidder. And they set him up with all of these casinos that produce way less tax revenue than expected. Hmm. Yeah, I think um, the nursing homes moment is what should be clipped for him when he talked about people who are dying without being able to see their loved ones and all that. I think that was definitely his best moment. There are entire rallies being hosted throughout New York State by organizers who have lost loved ones during this pandemic um, due to this nursing home, these nursing home policies by the Cuomo administration. Um, it is not emphasized enough about how much damage was done and how many lives were lost. And to be fair, as far as I know, we're still trying to figure out all the data um, when it comes to uh, what has happened. You know, during she's covered, there's there's like there's accusations of a cover up. I will say, um, I think the COVID stuff matters more to like us internet people than everyday voters. Right. Um, I do like that he brought up the he should he should have he should have pointed out that Hulk fired the the first line medical frontline medical workers at, like right after they served, and she says it was for health and safety. It's like those are the people who put their lives on the line, and you fired them, but. You know, I think the COVID stuff, like people like us might care about it more on average, like people in the media than like the current everyday issue. Because if you look at the polling, it's crime at the top, inflation at the bottom. I'm sorry, inflation number two, and then trailing significantly far behind. And only because a bunch of Democrats are concerned about it is protecting democracy. Like those are, according to the polls in New York, the top three issues. Yeah, our democracy. that's that's just the democrats hyper concerned about like you know january 6th and all that like bidding those numbers up if you look at as as if like lee zeldin was like one of the people that stormed the capitol you know like he was he was right there he had the tools he texted trump all right so i'm gonna read off this i thought that was a stupid moment for him to get bogged down in all that i think he should have just brushed it off they gave more time to that than half the things well, they made that an actual like thing. Um, I and it was it was funny when he said hypothetically because I'm not losing this race. Uh, of course, I would Sounds accept better. the results. That made me laugh. Um, all right, so I'm gonna read the super chats. I don't know if you guys want to stick around for that or not, but like I do want to wrap this up. Yeah, a little bit, definitely. There's not that many of them, but uh, I got one from Christian Baller for 19.99. I do appreciate that, and it says, "Hey, Sean, I posted on I posted." one of your videos about New York City no cash bail and somebody claimed that judges can still set bail if they want to even for those auto release crimes do you have a source yeah so the source would be and you can look it up under any one of my videos the source would be the actual bail law which legitimately says uh nobody will be hold, held on bail for the following crimes so yeah it's just not true we I did talk about that earlier uh I got one from Haywood Jablome for five dollars and it says uh you hate buffalo i'm voting what you hate buffalo i'm voting for the wine witch as we talked about earlier i'm not a buffalo hater i was just saying hokel's from buffalo and she's talking about how she walked this uh the the streets of new york city every day it's it's not true she even said she was from buffalo in the debate so she she a little liar Buffalo is beautiful. I've been there before. It was the first place I ever went to. I went to my first political conference in Buffalo, right on the Amherst border. I I like Buffalo because it's named. I I like Buffalo because it's named after bisons. (laughs) It's true. 
Um, <laughs> they're mislabeling. Their mis- like the best part. Otherwise, I could kind of take it or leave it. And then somebody asks, uh, hey, would Jablone for five more dollars? Says Fetterman Oz. Next, please. Yes, we did do that. So uh, maybe reading these at the time would have been better. Uh, so I have justifiably underscore stupid for five dollars. Says as an independent, my vote will go for the first one who implies that Dr. Fauci is not, in fact, the science. Well, I mean, you know, the Democrats are the ones who bow to Fauci and push out those candles, so I guess you're voting R, Mr. Independent. Or is Fauci the science? I'm asking you guys. Is Fauci the science? I was just going to say, I'm a little uh, upset about Trump keeping him around so there's that however we just all have to coalesce with republicans you see what the alternative is if you're somebody like us who's living in a blue state you are seeing every day what the alternative is so republicans are less than ideal but we can improve them just vote for them that's my pitch yeah i'm a little um I'm a little overall upset about the fact that Republicans don't embrace the idea of liking science as much. Obviously, this is something I do in my career quite often. Um, but I think if we... One second, actually. What, did he just die? Okay, he died. So I'm going to go to the next Super the Chat. science got him. Yeah, science got him, that technology. So Rude Trap for $5 says Biden has been sending illegals to Long Island and upstate. That is true. And Lee Zeldin brought that up in the debate, which was good for him. Um, and he pointed out that Hochul didn't talk about that. Uh, and then we have Joe Biden is a kid diddler. That's the name that sent the super. <laughs> and and for are. $5. And he said, uh, this is Black Sheep, the movie IRL. I don't know what that's in reference to. Orange what? Ninja Turtle. You Black Sheep? No, no. We'll talk about that later. We'll Orange Ninja Orange Turtle for $10 says Sean, as in S-H-A-W-N. So I don't know which Sean he's referring to. Definitely not me. It literally yeah, said me. my name on the screen, how it's spelled. Um, you <laughs> Are you and Mike planning any romantic trips together? I can imagine... The two of you in a school bus that you turned into a mobile home. Okay, so Mike, you're apparently a homeless gay, uh, and whoever that S H A W N is, as well. Just yeah, uh, what a lucky guy he is. Just, just, justifiably slash underscore stupid says there is a dearth of Kanye West debate questions tonight. Oh my god, you guys want to throw out your thoughts on on the Kanye West? Did you see the, um, I think it was Variety tweeted before, should, or they had a whole, a whole article, should his music be banned? No, his music shouldn't so, be banned. Of course, it's, it's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Here, the whole thing is so stupid. Here's the thing. Kanye West, like, the reason people are mad at Kanye West is because he had the White Lives Matter shirt and because he wore a MAGA hat. He is saying pretty much the same stuff that Ice Cube had said before, but to be fair to Ice Cube, he has walked it back. He is saying the same stuff that Nick Cannon said two years ago, where he did get cut off from CBS, but black celebrities rallied around him, and a bunch of other black celebrities. So, yes, is it anti-Semitic? Some of it, for sure. Should people on the right be running cover for him because we want our celebrity to be safe? No, we shouldn't. we shouldn't do that. But... Uh, yeah, like the, the, you have to identify the reason why he's actually being attacked. 
Can I say this too? Like, this is what really bothers me. I'm half Jewish. My dad is Jewish. It bothers me so much that they get, always have to give validity to the sort of conspiracies about Jewish people that they control banking and this, they control everything. And if you say anything about them, you'll be unpersoned. So then how do they react by unpersoning him? I'm like, you're just giving them validity. We still have a first amendment in this country. I don't agree with what he says or like what he says, but he has the right to say it without being unpersoned and canceled from banking and have his music banned and everything. It's insane. But also, on the other hand, why are we paying attention? You're right. Somebody says he shouldn't be debanked. Now, as far as I know, uh, Kanye West was closing his bank account prior to this whole situation. And the letter that was posted on the Internet by an Internet celebrity actually hacked off the date, which was just them closing his account as he requested because he was very publicly moving his money to Bank of America. So, like, yes, do people cut off your payment processors and does all this stuff happen? And did he actually lose the Adidas Yeezys deal? For sure. But, they, they like, you That's can't not. believe everything somebody posts on the Internet. And not only that, I, you know, I will say this. I can understand why some people would be upset about some of the comments that Kanye West has been saying. But there is some value to some things that he did recently. His purchase and acquisition of Parler. And not a lot of people are talking about that. I know that... um some people see Parler as so 2020, but honestly, at this point, you know, we don't know how everything is going to go on Twitter policy-wise when Elon takes over, you know, and on, and we need to have other venues where we can still get our voices out. You know, if you're not woke, if you don't believe in social justice culture and ideology at this point, you're getting banned on platforms left and right. And yes, obviously, Twitter is more popular and more favorable than Parler, than Getter, than Minds. Yes, that is very true. But we can't bank on one platform at this point. And if we can grow and put more money and more resources and more time and more content creators into these other platforms in order to grow and gain a larger fan base, it's worth it. And people need to see the value in that. True. And by the way, I am copying my backlog right now as we speak onto Rumble and onto Odyssey, just so you guys know. So you can find my channels and follow me there, but I'm waiting for my backlog to be copied before i post that but yeah i am doing that and i'm also on mines and they have a new super mines feature and all that yes love mines love parlor love getter they're they're great platforms i like them but let me let me read the next uh the next chat so the orange ninja turtle so you know this is going to be mike and s-h-a-w-n sean of course uh the only pipe getting laid is sean s-h-a-w-n and mike's during a camping trip at the foot of a mountain, Brokeback style. Because, you know, if you didn't say Brokeback style, we wouldn't have gotten that that was a gay joke. <laughs> Thank you. You guys should know, I love Sean dearly, but it is his fiance who I'm in love with. True. Uh, let's see. Dylan Lindsay for two, for two Dara says, why do they keep saying Mr. and not Dr.? Um, I don't know. They, they, I did catch it a few times. Um, it, it was weird because the host was saying Mr. And then the, the, uh, you know, the person asking the questions was saying Mr. And, and, uh, Fetterman was saying doctor. So very weird. What do you guys think? I'm, uh, I'm not shocked at all. Um, I think that it has to just do with two things. One, the etiquette 
of these debates and to also um, just what you call the other person. So if, you know, the person is if the other person's Mr. Fetterman, you're, you're going to sometimes make that little mistake in your head if you're on the air so calling that person Mr. Oz. And also, I will say in our culture, we think of Dr. Oz like Dr. Strange, you know, kind of a celebrity title. Right. The Don, you know, Donald Trump, the Donald, the Don. Um, so I think some people also mistakenly um, get confused thinking that Dr. Oz is some kind of character instead of an actual person who does technically have an actual credential. Wrong. Dr. Oz is a character, not an actual person. Fact check. Dr. Strange love is Confirmed through betting odds. Uh, the Orange Ninja Turtle for Ten Dara says the only guns around here are Sean's arms wrapped around Mike in front oh, of a mini furnace in the renovated teeny homeschool bus. So okay, still living in the bus, Mike. And then Orange Ninja Yo, Turtle. Yo, this is my bro. This is like incest. So Orange Ninja Turtle for Ten More Dara says. The only China, not spelled C-H-Y-N-A, like China, China. but China, Sean and Mike know about, (laughs) is the tea set they drink from as they stare deeply and longingly into each other's eyes. That one was actually, like, kind of sweet, honestly. (laughs) It was cute. It was cute. So then we we have John Jones, also known as The Martian. The Martian Manhunter from DC Comics, who says, uh, Fetterman for $5. Thank you. Uh, Fetterman is to Biden as Stacey Abrams is to Clinton. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm doing the math in my head. All right. Uh, Gib, Glib underscore facsimile. For $5 says it's extremely sad to watch Fetterman and Biden be abused by their spouses so that they can un oh, so that so that oh, okay, so that the uniparty stays in power. Yeah, I mean, I think the strategy is to because I'm pretty sure the Pennsylvania governor's race is going to the Democrat. Like, I think they're going to hold it down. I think the strategy is to get Fetterman in, and then if he's unable to serve, you have the you have uh, what you call it. You have the Republican, I'm sorry, the Democratic governor appoint his replacement, who's a Democrat, and then they run the special election with a different candidate. So, like, I'm not surprised either with what's, you know, that that case, Biden's, you know, Woodrow Wilson 2.0 with his wife running the show. I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm not saying this with 100% certainty, kind of joking, but, you know, we've seen throughout American history, um, you know, where the wives of presidents or politicians were kind of in control, actually. Right. Right, I, I would just say with both of them, it's a feature, not a bug. All right, they I like that there's somebody controllable. I'm on the last right. two, and John Jones, again, the Martian Manhunter, uh, says Fetterman talks like a Miss USA contestant. Hilarious. And not here for $6.90. Figure out why he chose that amount. Says, keep the change, you filthy animal. By, by the way, objection standing. By the way, 420 in chat. Okay. That's objection relevancy. All right. So, uh, Mikey, where can we find you? Because I'm wrapping up. Yes. Thank you for having me. I've missed you guys. Uh, find me on the Twitters at NotMikeHarlow. Uh, and I have a YouTube channel that I'm finally starting to like do more stuff with. So, it's just my name. So, uh, or you what can was find that? me in the bus with Sean. <laughs> or in the bus. 
the the magic Fortnite bus of politics. <laughs> magic school bus. Um, what was it, Sean? Thank you so much for having me. Uh, you know, I always have considered you to be a good friend, and uh, we definitely got to catch up more. Um, everybody, you can find me at Sheedy Tom on Twitter and on other social media platforms. That's S H E E D Y T H O M. I cover politics, public policy, religion, you name it. I run an organization called Atheists for Liberty. You can check us out on social media too. And uh, thank you so much. See you next time. All right. Thank you. And you guys can find me right now because this is my channel already. Oh, also, I did a I did an interview with Kim Clasic's radio show, and you could check that out. Bye. Yes, Mark, I thought I am. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare Flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.